0: Welcome back to Talking Flick, where it's about anything and everything but mostly movies and TV.
1: Today, I have Ryan. There you are. I've been looking all over for you. Come on. <laughs> We're going to be late. I'm back. You can't <laughs> keep me down. It <laughs> didn't flow very well. Yeah, where's yeah. is uh, where a, is that one from? Yeah. Is that from a Is that from a thing or nope, is that Oh, no, that's
2: on the spot? The it's oh, okay. It's okay. an original word <laughs> by yeah. producer Ryan. Listen, I want you to know, producer Ryan, anybody who ever built an empire or changed the world. Man, they sat really like that <laughs> yeah, line. That was a good line. <laughs> yeah, it's because they sat there that you were able to do oh, it. They really like that line. I'd like to tell you your services are no longer needed
1: on this podcast. Fired. Oh, man. I didn't know the health Froze over, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> gotta rehire, yeah. It's in the oh, packet.
0: <laughs> so, as always, we've got Ryan and Nick here the tripod back together doing our kind of fresh new movie for 2020. So, so we gotta cleanse the palate for the new year, yeah, exactly. It's enough of this to yeah, yeah. No more fantasy for no, a little while, we're gonna yeah. live in reality, okay? For a little yeah. bit,
2: and real stuff happens, hearts are broken. People get fired. Heart drops. Economics. George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. George Clooney. Salt and, gr- salt Jason and Pepper Bateman. Gray. hair. J.K. Simmons. Oh, Zach Albanac. Zach Alphaneckes.
0: Yeah. for yeah, Farmiga. Good cast. Good cast. <laughs> Great cast. As always, we'll start off with a little bit of movie news. So uh the first thing I put in here, of course, was a new meetings trailer. So I saw it. that premiered on Monday, the I knew thing, you'd be excited, Yeah. About this. <laughs> so I saw it. I looked really like right. I really like the trailer. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um but like we are staying said, with
2: they're staying with that spirit at least. Yeah. I don't know how much same of it tone. has been reworked, but
0: so in the same tone. Yeah. Same same thing that Ryan said like however many podcast episodes ago, however many moons ago. Was that you can almost get anything and turn it and make it look look a little exciting for right. about two to three minutes? Right. <laughs> so, I, do so that. I do remember. I that. I remember yeah. him saying that. So every time I see a trailer now, I'm just like, wow, it looks really good. Now, now my defenses are up. But
3: <laughs> they should always yeah, they should be, be up. Uh, just lower
0: <laughs> those expectations, but. From what I have heard, is this uh, New Mutants is going to be very much in line as far as what the director, Josh Boone, wanted to go for. And also that the reshoots apparently, the reshoots that Fox wanted to ha- wanted to happen never actually happened. Uh, is that I, right? I think from what I had heard, like some of them had happened and some of them haven't, but they haven't been included into the final edit shot. So I think Josh Boone got final edit. Um, I heard this, but I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. So who knows if it's true, but I heard Kevin Foggy actually saw New Mutants and gave it the thumbs up that he's like, no, I actually like this for them to kind of play it and put it into theaters and everything. So
2: that's surprising. I I think I was struck that the, it kind of felt like a TV movie a little bit. It has a bit of a TV movie vibe to me. I think the budget rings in around 60 million. So I don't know. I'm not sure. It's, the effects
0: I, look pretty good, though. They do look okay. They, it looked yeah. like they touched up so, the effects a little bit.
1: When so. you say when you say made for TV or like a TV movie or it just whatever, had like, it,
2: it didn't feel connected. Does to it a kind TV of King.
1: feel? <laughs> does it feel? Yeah, yeah That's movies, the first thing I think of, like sci-fi movies or or uh, HBO kind of TV movies. It would. Um, I'd probably say Like a, Star. Like well, a good
2: HBO. Cast. Yeah, i say oh, okay. it depends on the writing. The yeah. writing
1: makes it either
0: HBO or just like your basic, you know, cable TV thing. Yeah. So, but I'm excited for it nonetheless. You get, I don't know, I'm not going to say if you saw the trailer or not. You probably didn't, but um, we all, I think we all know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, we all question. know the answer to that. The answer is yes. <laughs> but. You still you see the main core characters as far as like with the Mutants. So you see Sunspot. Um, you see as fo- as far as uh, Colossus' sister. I always forget her name. Or I, I can never pronounce Colossa. It. Colossa. There you go. Colossa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you see Colossus' sister. Which I always forget her name. I'll look it up in a little bit. You got Who's Daniel the, Moonstar. Uh, Anna
2: Taylor got Johnson? That is
0: Colossus' sister. That's the one. Yeah, okay, I always so. forget her name. I'll, yeah, I'll look it up in a little bit. Just Colossus' sister is the first one that'll pop up. She's got the the little sword thing, and yeah, she can okay, do yeah. like kind of dimension hopping, and so. Uh, You've got her, you've got Danielle Moonstar, you've also got Cannonball, uh, who's the Stranger Things kid, and then you've got Wolfsbane, uh, who is, Wolfsbane, yeah. what's her name, uh, Arya Stark. So, Correct, yep. But it looks pretty good, and it looks like they're kind of going that route as far as like, hey, it kind of sucks to have mutant powers sometimes like you accidentally burn up your girlfriend or you accidentally kill someone with your mutant powers. Which actually like, yeah. tried to do <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So. and because usually when mutants kind of develop their powers, it's from a trauma. or It's like when they hit puberty, right. something traumatic happens. And I felt like they never really touched that as much as far as with the previous X-Men movies, except for maybe Rogue in the first one when she put her boyfriend in a coma for like three days or something. But that's really about it. Other than that, it's just... Like Angel wants to cut off his wings, but he's like the most beautiful man in the yeah. world. And so <laughs> he's just like, I'm I cursed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cursed with these good looks and these wings and I'm rich. And... T- <laughs> Iliana, yeah. Yeah, Ileana. yeah, there you go. Okay, a, yeah. So so but I'm excited for You've got a. Uh, it,
2: it's actually the budget's inflated to one ten. Okay. So that means it's gotta make like two twenty to two fifty worldwide. Do you think it'll do that? Um I'm just curious. I think
0: it might be a sleeper. Super I think hit. it might not do as well as opening weekend or the first two weeks, but I think it might catch a little buzz and it might grow. a little So bit more. Dark
2: Phoenix did horribly. Dark I Phoenix was... did so <laughs> mostly bad. because it was a bad movie, yeah, right? But right. uh, but it did have the promotion, it did have a lot of commercials and stuff, and it didn't have a very big opening. So for this to do well, it's either got to have really good word of mouth or to have a, re- a pretty reasonable opening. Yeah, I just I don't know. Now, I don't
0: it, know. so is this is coming to theaters? This is coming to theaters. Uh, okay, April third, I think, is when it when it comes really? out. Really? So. Okay. So it is. I was on record really saying soon. it was never
2: going to make it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just I, throw it in the trash I can don't blame you because there was so
0: much talks. You couldn't really put it on Disney Plus because it doesn't feel the right tone for Disney Plus. There it's was like talks it might go to Hulu. Old, right? Yeah, it's something about like three Two to years? four years old. Yeah, like I think like I want to say, wow. I want to say twenty seventeen. I don't think twenty sixteen, but that's when we first got like mm-hmm. a little teaser trailer, not a full on trailer. So we got a teaser trailer. And then now this was like the first official one. And it comes out. I mean,
2: so- Arya Stark already killed the ice King. <laughs> yeah, <that> yeah, <laughs> <So> I know. <laughs> so
1: off the top of your head, what is the longest production time for a movie? Oh, guys, well, boyhood
2: know? was like 20 years. Yeah,
1: boyhood making. was a lot. But that yeah. was okay. like, because they right. had
2: the same actor. Yeah. They had
0: the same kid from the beginning. You know, all it, so. <laughs> the it. Okay. Never saw
1: it. I thought it was pretty good. Well, that was the
2: whole concept of movie. But I'm talking about going through all of the production hell there have been some really long Terry Gilliam productions yeah he did, like Lost in La Mancha which was the Don Quixote movie there's mm. there's been a hit Apocalypse Now oh, okay long yeah, and yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's been quite a few of those yeah but this one I has kind of say... like been almost in the bag for yeah. some time where and it had been to made and ready exactly or um, ready? Yeah, we don't know the... I mean if you believe Kevin Foggy then yeah possibly
0: I would say because this has been it was already made Then they were doing reshoots or re-edits I think they I think they did touch up like the special effects a little bit in there because they did look pretty good it did look pretty it pretty good looked Marvel yeah. good and <laughs> and yeah. Look fox good, like it didn't. Um, it doesn't
2: remind me of X Men, any of the X Men movies we had seen before, but it did look clean, yeah. Um, so maybe they put a little, shine I think we're
0: on ready it. for a different tone though. But uh, I agree. As I agree far as with, with the, your question, Ryan, uh, Cabin in the Woods was something a movie that was in really long production hell where it was ready made. And when it came out, like uh, Chris Hemsworth's in that movie, yeah, and this yeah. before he even did Thor. And mm. so Thor came out, became really popular, and then Cabin in the Woods, I think, was already mm. made for about two, maybe and two like and half yeah, a half years. Yeah, I like Cabin movie. in the Woods too, so you probably have never seen I've it. <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> <things. He's laughs> like, heard good things. like,
2: I've heard good things. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I bet you would like. I think yeah. you would really I'm
0: certain I would one. like it. Yeah, I think you would really like that. Next <laughs> Halloween. <so>. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, why not? So, <laughs> why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's one that kind of stayed in production hell. Or at least it was made, it was ready to go, but it just sat for whatever reason. And uh, at least with New Me Unso, was because of the Disney merger. And, you know, mm, there's a yeah, lot of reasons yeah. why it kind of got shelved in what,
2: whether we Whether we like to admit it or not, when a movie's released and how they sort of figure this out, is important to its successful box office run, right? Yeah. I always thought, like, why did Rob Zombie release the Halloween movies in August? That was weird. Yeah, it's always a little If you weird. did it in like late September, everybody's going to go see it or you're going to get more money yeah. out of it. But Hollywood just has weird people in they, charge and they do wacky they shit. They do yeah. weird, weird things. Yep. Yeah, they
1: do Like making things. December Star Wars money. Star Wars money.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, that was money in the bank, I think. <laughs> yeah, Although Rise of Skywalker yeah. now, again, tracking below Last Jedi in terms of total profits. Yeah, so.
0: I think it's going to lose its uh, number one spot after this is the third week, it's been. We'll out, see. I don't but, know. I think uh, it's gonna hold
2: this week. I it was going to, to get. Stats. See how nineteen. I see. Yeah. I see nineteen seventeen tonight <laughs> after the podcast. Yeah, so I'll let you know how big the crowd yeah, is. Yeah,
0: let me know how you like it. Too. Well, let me know next pod. So I will. spoiler <laughs> warning: we're doing nineteen seventeen <laughs> next week. Uh, oh, but, teasers. Yeah, I know. I know. We're all out of order, but. Um, other movie news I got so the Morbius trailer everybody's favorite uh, Jared Leto. So okay. all right uh, so, All right so uh, the trailer's not out it's okay. going to premiere when Bad Boys premieres Bad Boys for Life mm, or Three Life Life.
2: they're gonna attach it to Bad Boys for Life yeah, yeah so wow. gonna, that sounds pretty good yeah that sounds like they yeah <laughs> so if there's a reason it. for you
1: to go and watch Bad Boys for Life
2: for it's Morbius for, yeah, yeah I'm for sure trailer. people are going <laughs> to be clamoring <laughs> <delivering> for that
0: <laughs> yeah so trailers gonna be coming out as far as yeah, Hollywood just near. a strange yeah. place, right? <laughs> but uh, I think they're gonna probably. They usually release it on the internet sometimes mm. too beforehand. Or
1: it's always, it's always. Yeah, leak. eventually leak it. it'll make it. its way. Yeah, it's gonna leak its way. You don't so have so. to see bad Morbius. Yeah, life. <laughs> Morbius is gonna be the main protagonist of this movie yeah, this is the morpheus movie it's his yeah movie. oh wow star, yeah. interesting
2: by the way i saw gemini man spoiler for oh me. man the whole thing watch the whole thing <laughs> what why yeah. Yeah. but yeah.
1: why And will smith <laughs> thank you, <Yeah>. Did you <laughs> it's not awful
2: it's not you put a gun to your head <laughs> and you had to watch it <laughs> <laughs> it's not as bad as eric Bana's the hulk curve. oh it's not that
1: bad yeah that
0: Eng lee you know yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's hit or
2: miss yeah, broke back really. mountain's a beautiful movie but some of these other films he makes, not it's so like, much. what is going on yeah, with you, exactly. Man. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. This is this is Sony's thing because they had Venom and Venom was a huge financial success. Critically, mm-hmm. it was kind of like half and half. Some people liked it, some people didn't. Uh Eminem wrote a song about it, apparently. Uh, yeah, really?
1: Yeah. He wrote a song about it? No, yeah. no, not a song about <laughs> oh, it, a song for it. <laughs> for it. For it, I guess. <laughs> it was yeah. on the OST. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I never listened to it. Yeah, I just one know, chance. know it's got Venom in it. I <laughs> no, I did one opportunity. To it, and
1: it bangs. I like it. Oh, is it good? Yeah. I I have to give it a try,
0: but <laughs> well, he, Eminem he he's he he still fire. Yeah, still yeah. fire. Is he going to make a Morbius uh song too? Or I don't probably know. not. Maybe Jared Leto. Specifically. Get uh,
1: get Spider Man in there, and then Drove Venom yeah. in there, and we'll be good. <laughs> I don't know, Sony
0: Sony's been wanting to do their whole villain, you know, because we talked about it many times. They've been wanting yeah. to do this villain yeah. thing for so long. Do you, you want to um, know
2: what the uh, critic score for Venom was?
0: Uh, sixty something or seventy
2: something. Oh, critic.
0: Oh, probably like forties or
2: fifties. What do you say, producer Ryan? Uh, I'll give it. I'll say fifty. Twenty nine percent. Yeah. Wow. Eighty percent audience. A little too low, but it is. It's it's America divided. It's a
0: little. (laughs) It's a little boring.
2: I didn't watch it. I watched watched another one. What's that movie? Oh, upgrade. Upgrade. I liked upgrade. I thought upgrade was okay. (laughs) yeah,
0: Yeah, I thought upgrade was pretty good. But honestly
1: when you bring up the critic scores and all that, it just continues to rhyme. I mean, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't You're going to no. like what you like. It. You're going yeah, you to hate. hate what you hate. Whatever. <laughs> I, <laughs> Why I are you thought... even listening to us right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't like Venom point. too much because it was, it was just a little slow. It was a little boring. And even when it came to like the action scenes and everything, it was all just a bunch of CGI blob. And so, <laughs> and I think that might've hurt it maybe a little bit more was that, it, I mean, what else can you do with it? And they Who, tiled it? Back.
1: who,
2: who is Eddie Brock?
0: Tom Uh, Tom Tom Hardy Hardy. Tom Hardy Tom Hardy so which he does I mean he can be
2: amazing but he can also be he has that same problem as like Benedict Cumberbatch or something with a voice you know, the voice, oh. sometimes he just can't get the voice right. <laughs> so He's so good in Dunkirk. He's like the best part of Dunkirk, and he doesn't say anything. Uh-huh. And that just shows like mm. his range, he's basically. Bronson. Wasn't that a movie, Bronson, he was in? Yeah, that was a yeah, interesting was, film. That was yeah, interesting. yeah, that
0: was all right. So that was, a, that was a weird-ish one, but I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how the Morbius trailer looks. I mean, it's got Jared Leto. He's not going to be the Joker, probably at all anymore. Oh. So and then oh, man. Sony's That's still sad. Yeah, Sony's <laughs> still gonna try to do their whole thing while sharing Spider Man still. So it's mm. so a big mess. So
1: uh speaking over... of
2: big mess, do you wanna talk about the uh the Doctor Strange into the multiverse. Oh yeah, bring it up because we into just found out about it. Into the multiverse of madness. N- breaking news on uh, talking <laughs> yeah, click. They- oh man, uh, we're in the zeitgeist. Scott Scott Derrickson, uh, who he did the first one, right? Ah, uh, let me double check. I'm pretty quick. sure he did the oh, first one. It. He was got doing it. the second one here. He's sort of like comes from the horror background. He, based on um, what do they what do they like to call creative differences yeah, between Marvel and the film, is. is leaving the production. Yeah. of Doctor Strange. So once again, Marvel loses another director, Man. similar to Ant Man. Yeah, uh, similar to what else? I think it's just Ant Man because Star is Wars. The only one. Star Wars is more of the read, right?
0: yeah because Star Wars is more the one where they're always losing directors or they're getting fired or whatever it is. <laughs> creative differences, um, but. As far as like the Marvel universe, I just want to say Ant-Man is probably the only one where it was uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright yeah, Man, was originally going to do Ant-Man yeah. yeah. and then uh,
1: Peyton, well, Peyton Reed. Peyton I think Reed, name, I think, yeah, yeah took over for the rest. So in Doctor Strange, the, the first
2: one, it was Scott Derrickson. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. So Who was Derrickson. a horror guy. I think he did, uh, I don't know, The Conjuring or something. Sure. I can't remember what he did. I don't but think, he might have done one of them. He did one of the popular ones that I saw. And I thought like, I remember that was being sold as like, oh, this is going to be a horror movie for Marvel. And then I saw Doctor Strange and I was like, meh. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure what they're losing. They did but... Sinister,
1: The Exorcism of Emily oh, Rose. Sinister, that's yeah. what it was. I yeah. like that one. And um, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That yeah, I really like that one too. That, yeah. was, a, yeah. that was a pretty then clean horror Yeah.
2: It? I just wonder, like, are the cracks starting to show for Marvel? You know obviously um, Disney, the cracks are showing a bit with Star Wars, yeah, although I did finish Mandalorian, it's fine. it was enjoyable, um, but <laughs> the you know the movie thing it's starting to fall apart a little bit, I guess, and we all kind of agree that it should take a break. Marvel, it's kind of taking a break before Black Widow, I suppose yeah a yeah, little, little yeah, breather. I haven't here.
1: really heard a lot. Yeah, the of, next uh, one's uh the black widow black widow which is coming that's out. the next one yeah. When, yeah when's that coming out like march um, i think, I think or something like february, oh, february? yeah, yeah pretty
0: remember. soon yeah. i know we don't there's so many movies coming out but <laughs> i would say with marvel because that universe is so big and they have so many movies they're bound to have a director walk off or quit sure. or get fired yeah, sure. for creative differences so i'm not too concerned about marvel if it's you know when it's star wars it's like okay this is like the fifth director you know from your movies, there was only, like, what, five movies it out of the May new ones?
2: So. Oh, it's May. So May it's 1st. So, yeah, we have window. a little breather here for that. Yeah. What I would say is, like, maybe what it is is the fear would be, okay, yeah, we trust Marvel and they've got a clear leader to that particular ship, but if we don't exactly know where Phase 4 is going or whatever, Yeah. and Doctor Strange is supposed to lead us into Phase 4 or, like, show the new baddie or show Fantastic Four mm-hmm. or something... Perhaps that's where the creative difference is. They've coming. got Kevin Foggy.
0: So, you know what I mean? The guy, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he is the guy who can save everything. So <laughs>
2: Perhaps he's, that's true.
0: Yeah, because he's been kind of, he's been holding the reins because I think as far as like with the directors and everything where he allows them free freeway, but they still have to stay within like the realms of what they're trying to do in the bigger universe. Which they've so. done
2: successfully, as we've said during Endgame and other podcasts for Marvel movies they're better than anybody else at doing that but remember Doctor Strange the first one was supposed to be a horror movie didn't really work out that was way. Was that supposed to be a horror one? That's what they said. They said, they said they yeah. Really? Dark. It, it was, didn't seem like it, it at all. Not, not at all. <laughs> yeah. It was like Inception meets fucking a board game. Yeah. I would say <laughs> uh-huh. regardless of a board that like, game? Just, yeah, yeah, board game? Yeah. Which board game? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Hungry Hungry <laughs> Hippos. Oh Hungry Hippos. Obviously. Well, <laughs> but the second one is supposed to maybe like his chance to go a little darker now we have a multiverse and then maybe a new bad guy and and now they're losing derrickson so are they losing that direction right i, I don't know you know maybe don't they know. don't know what they're doing either.
0: i would say as far as like all your origin stories and your phase one type of level you know as far as like with those marvel movies all the origin movies i think are usually not my favorite ones um but usually like just for example like captain america the first one didn't like it winter I soldier it either, yeah. i really like the winter I really, Soldier. A lot. Yeah. So, still i
2: think maybe the best one that or Endgame.
0: Probably. yeah so i would say like Origin stories are always going to be origin stories, but once you get them out of the way, I think you're able to kind of go a little bit more, you know, as far as more creative as what you want to do with yeah, that character yeah. and just what other bad But if you wanted
2: to focus make. on Doctor Strange, who I didn't think was a very good origin story. Yeah. and but My hands the, are broken. Yeah, <laughs> I could have <I> <laughs> done better. Rachel <laughs> McAdams <laughs> is a national treasure, but she still could not save that movie. In any case, like, what it is, is if the Fox merger is, okay, now we got to throw the X-Men in, now we got to throw some Fantastic Four in, and he's saying, look, I'm making a movie about Doctor Strange, and i want to do what you know what we agreed to and they're saying well you got to throw this shit in there now yeah and maybe that's the difference. I don't know. So hey, maybe mm. I can't
0: imagine it'd be super hard to throw them in. You know, it depends how you throw them in there too.
2: <laughs> Doctor like, Strange is walking down the street. Hey, hey what's hey. up, Reed Richards? <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other
0: forever.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that's as easy as yeah. There you go. Oh, oh, look. Or oh, look. or oh, look. it's the thing. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> or it's all on a flash drive. You know, that's the easiest way to oh, do yes, it. You plug yes. in the flash drive. You know, very Doctor quick Strange. Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: it's like
2: it's weird that this is Fantastic Four symbol. It's like yeah. a BVS where like they actually like the flash. Drive that Bruce Wayne gets. It's got the logos for each superhero, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah,
0: logos already
1: in there. Somebody had already worked. The, yeah, the no, logo the graphic Wonder designer Wonder was there. like, <laughs> they wanted to make something, and he just had a bunch of them. No, I still ride right for that made. movie.
0: <laughs> the, the ultimate cut. The yeah, ultimate. The cut. ultimate so, cut. That's correct. Oh, and so uh, when was the Golden Globes? Was it last
2: weekend? I watched was the it? whole thing. I mean, oh. it was. It was good. You know, sometimes it, the Golden Globes is sort of like it's like Oscars on cocaine or something. Okay. it's not mm. quite right. I'm uh, listening. Nobody really cares. <laughs> You had much. me at cocaine. Yeah. It's more like a, like an industry event where people are talking while Ricky Gervais is trying to tell snarky jokes. Yeah. And, and it's not really indicative of what the Oscars is going to be. But that said, for those people who like Joker, Joaquin Phoenix won for his performance. Uh, the two best pictures were Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and 1917. Yeah, I think Sam 1917 War movie won. I'm going to see tonight. We'll see how that goes. Um, so, you know, I had fun watching it. I, I always go into that thinking... I don't really care about this. I'm not going to watch the whole thing. But then I do. Yeah. So, you know, there was some good <laughs> stuff in there. Well, I thought Brad Pitt's acceptance speech was really good. Uh, and there were some surprise winners that I was kind of charmed by. So
1: when it, when it comes down to it, it still has to be entertaining. How long is the Golden Globes? Three, ten, three, yeah, twenty. I long. mean, yeah, I usually let it ride for a while so I can
2: fast forward. <laughs> it has to, to be entertaining to because
1: yeah. who's going to sit there and watch a bunch of. Jeff I've never boards. watched well, any of them. So I, well, you did think, watch the Irishman, Nick. So I did watch yeah, the yeah, Irishman, <laughs> which
2: didn't win anything. Which was I'm not not surprised. I'm not surprised either.
0: I still haven't seen it. One day I'll see it. I will say. I
2: I don't want to walk over uh, recommendations, but the Golden Globes. Renee Zellweger won for Judy, and I kept saying Mm, I was going to watch it. I finally did watch it after the Globes, and she is incredible. It's an incredible performance. It Mm. really is. So
0: is she better than Bridget Jones' Diary? She. Mm, This might be her best performance ever, and I really
2: love love her in Jerry Maguire. But I think this this is probably her best one. Wasn't she in Big Daddy?
0: She, she was not. That was uh, Christine uh, Applegate, right? Yeah, I think... Yes. No, 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 was it? I don't know. Who who I don't Big remember. Daddy? Or maybe it was Joey Lorraine Adams. I
2: Adam, I Sandler sure. uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler for sure.
0: Adam oh, Sandler for sure. um Who else is in there? What's his name? Uh, Knuckleberry Report, but... um. Why can't I think of his name? Oh,
2: John Stewart. Stewart. John, yeah. Stewart. Oh, like, national treasure John Stewart. I'm like, Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, why can't I think
0: of his name? All I can think of is Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Everybody
2: you guys... uh Taryn Edgerton won for Rocket. Man. We were all oh, wrong. Yeah. It's
1: uh Jory Lauren Adams.
2: Joey Lauren Adams, I said it. Oh, did you, oh say you said it? it? Oh, okay.
1: okay, well we'll check back She's to from, chasing yeah. <laughs> the from Chasing
0: Amy. girl from Chase Gaming. Oh, she's fantastic. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That is her. So yeah. All I had for her is, as far as movie news is Ricky Gervais uh, takes a stab at like as far as like the Marvel uh actors. Where he's just like their job isn't acting anymore; it's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids. He did, he did say that. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> and he's just like, "Have we got an award for most ripped junkie?" So, <laughs> which I don't think those guys take that's steroids totally at all. Fair, yeah, yeah. no, they
2: definitely take HGH. They, no HGH they take all
0: those fish oils, multivitamins, omega three, so, a little creatine, you yeah. know, and
2: <laughs> protein yeah. shake after protein shake.
0: So he was a little he went bit of cocaine, on, a little bit, yeah, <laughs> just, a, just, just a smidge, a smidge yeah. yeah, just a just little for good touch, measure. yeah, a little sniff, yeah, <laughs> just to keep everything in balance. <laughs> all, I, all
1: I remember or all I've seen is uh, what is that? Henry Cavill, he was eating during the, uh, during yeah, the all Golden of them, moves. all of them are like
0: <laughs> eating, or as far as like when they when they do those roles. Like they all just eat so much. And of
1: course, it's easier when they're doing it. I'm talking about during the Golden Globes. Oh, during the Golden Globes? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Who was eating?
1: uh, Henry Cavill. Oh, Oh, we had like snacks (laughs) dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody, the internet loves
0: Henry Cavill This year was weird because there was
2: actually a football game right before the Globes that went a little bit long. And then the Globes comes on. So, you know, like all those people are in there waiting sort of for the thing to start. Yeah. And then it's the only award show where like they're serving drinks and dinner and stuff. So when Ricky Gervais is talking, you can hear like the clutter of the room a little bit, yeah, which yeah. is fascinating. So. <laughs> but I think it gives it a sense of realism, which I sort of I, like. So. When I
0: was, I just looked up the Ricky Gervais's monologue and so I, was, I want to hear uh, this because all I heard was, about it, was, it was rough. Yeah, I was so, like
2: cringing a little bit. Yeah, so some people like it. Him
0: for, yeah, so. some people don't like it. They're paying him.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought he just he <laughs>
2: comes in there, yeah, no tie, in. he's got a beer, and he's just like, fuck it, this is my last time. Who's in here? Okay, let me let me throw some shit at you. They just
0: kept cutting back to tom hanks and tom hanks is just standing i don't know if you've seen his face but his face is all over the (laughs) internet if you type in tom hanks face like that's probably the first thing that comes up (sighs) but his face is just like oh my god like what's going on like he's just biting his lip Mm -hmm. and tom hanks is like oh my and adam driver's adam driver's laughing and so (laughs) but when i was looking at movie news i just see how ricky gervais insulted the the marvel you know the marvel boys for getting all ripped and everything yeah and like the very next movie news was the pictures of the rock getting super more ripped for black adam and (laughs) he's just like a walking vein now and so he's got (laughs) he's got veins on top of his veins and oh my goodness i have to see yeah go look it up yeah so he's been really ripped and he's been posting pictures but i mean the rock has been ripped for a while oh yeah i mean he's the wwe he's been for a while he got super ripped and super big for basically uh Bigger, not bigger, stronger, faster, but uh, Pain and Gain. Yeah, yeah, he got oh, He got man, really no. big for that one. Then he kind of toned it down just a little bit. He just seems to get more, just more buff yeah, within he's every a monster. movie. I, yeah. I,
1: I was listening to a uh, podcast about like the story of The Rock and it's uh-huh. super interesting. It is a fascinating story. It is story. very yeah. interesting. Wait, hey, let that... me just
2: throw. Let me just throw out. Uh, this is one of Ricky Gervais's lines. I forgot. All right, one go. of the ones that I really liked. He said, "The world got to see James C- Corden as a fat pussy. <laughs> he was also in Cats. Oh. <laughs> oh, that cats. was that was one of the lighter ones. Actually, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So. The rock's been getting ripped but that's just the thing you become a superhero yeah, you gotta he's, get more ripped he was already ripped yeah but you gotta get more ripped now. I guess you gotta no. bring it down <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta crank it up and notch I kind of think
2: I watched him in the uh, what was that movie where he's like on the, skys- the skyscraper is oh the the movie? yeah I
0: never that saw skyscraper that is Skywalker. a bad movie that's, he's, he was just making like all those action ones he's like
2: action one. a helicopter with his arm Wait, he's that, done that so standard, many times like, that that's like are you talking about Sand and Grace he does the same thing in that
1: oh okay never mind I guess they're common copies of each other he did that in Hobbs and Shaw oh I didn't see it but i know I in the trailer that, he's yeah. holding two things again yeah it's it. pretty crazy
2: right <laughs> it's it's hilarious it's, he is a what, human being yeah. i mean it should be like total recall where his arms just rip off yeah. and that's just the end of it <laughs> yeah he's not uh what is
1: that captain america yeah captain america it. does it too yeah. but at least you're just like well he's got that super he's got the super serum, serum yeah. he's trying to protect bucky let him well, cut him some yeah. slack so <laughs> uh, yeah, the rock is a monster
0: yeah oh, he's, my a, he's always getting in good shape. So. Other movie news I got here. So uh, Christian Bale, he may be the villain in I Thor 4, yeah, Love and Thunder. This. So mm. he may be uh, Dario Agger, or a.k.a. the the Minotaur. Okay. So uh, right. I didn't know anything about this character, so I looked him up a little bit. Is
2: it um, going
0: to be a CGI thing? Uh, Probably. Well, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, because basically he's uh, the character of the Minotaur, Dario He's a human, but he can turn into a minotaur. He comes from like family. I guess sort of think Bruce Wayne, except his whole family's murdered by pirates and he prays to a, a cow statue that ends up giving a minotaur powers. So nothing so, like
2: Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah. Except real powers, <laughs> except
0: for the money. The money's real. <laughs> the money is there. It's and like he watches. Superman, but he's a fish, die. and he's
2: underwater, and he swims around. Yeah, there you go.
0: <laughs> it's Batman with real Batman with real money. Yeah,
2: he like yeah he okay, like
0: okay, prays gotcha. to like a cow statue. I just want to see. You know? it's, it's magic base. It's magic. Don't think about it. It's like, perfect
2: for Christian Bale. His, yeah. his low intensity level you is going to work funny. out great for the They don't do any Tyka CGI. <laughs> they, they just tell him. It's just him. him. Yeah, just it's, just, it's just him.
0: He's got his hands up right to his
2: just, He's got have a guy on set hitting him with the boom mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not hot enough yet. Hit, him, hit no, him again.
0: They bring that same guy he yelled at back in Terminator Salvation to fuck oh, up God. again and then he turns into the Minotaur. Are
1: you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'd pay so
0: much money just to see him just pretend to be a Minotaur with no CGI like applied at all. I like, would like
1: yeah, I would be entertained. And him it. mimicking
2: the horns. Yeah, on he's his like, head. <laughs> you just like
0: running into Chris Hemsworth or something. He goes full on method.
2: I don't know that he's, it's still a negotiation, so it's not a done deal, but I don't know that him and YTT are a good match. He's so intense and he's such like a method guy. I don't. I don't know if he's. Right I mean, he.
0: I mean, it's a Marvel movie, so he knows he can take yeah, it light and have fun yeah. with it. I mean, he's gonna. He knows he can't take it super seriously because I mean, Thor Ragnarok was was more of a comedy than anything. But even though it was, I really liked it. I would still Kate want that. Was actually direction. pretty good in it. Yeah, I
2: thought she was. She and was and good.
0: I, and I think they're going to go that route as far as what they do for like their villains or like even kind of cameos too. Get a where, good
2: actor to give it some depth. Yeah, you get one
0: good actor. You they only sign like a one movie contract, so that way they don't ever have to come back and do another Marvel because movie. They die at the end. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, you could you know play it off like they were alive the whole time if you want to go that route. So, like kind of just for example, like even with Hera, uh, in Thor Ragnarok, right. who she was yeah she could come back, yeah, could come back yeah. if they wanted to. She was Goddess of Death. And just even with like little fun cameos they have with like superstar you know actors like Matt Damon was in Thor Ragnarok, cool. yeah, that was a um, great scene. Spoiler <laughs> warning: You Yeah, uh, Ben Affleck and Deadpool two as the the Vanisher or whatever. And so, <laughs> oh yeah, too. it is fun when you have little cameos like that.
2: No, oh, so. it was it was Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Who did yeah. I say? Uh, ben Affleck.
0: Ben Affleck. Yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt. There he goes. Brad Pitt. So how I will I say, say just
2: Affleck? briefly uh, remind me. So I I watched Thor Ragnarok a couple times. I don't know if it stayed in my top 10. I don't think it did for that year, but it was good. The Cape Blanchett Hera death scene. You don't see her die. Um, that not weird really. Thing just like puts his sword down, and then she's gone. I mean, the it's a big the sword. Yeah,
0: that's really about are we it. we just supposed to assume yeah. that she was killed there. I guess so. I mean, right. I mean, you could take it as okay, she's dead, or you could. It was bring one her of the weak CGI
2: points to. of like an otherwise really good CGI movie. Yeah, I thought that was a little the CGI. Bit weird, which movie bad. are you talking uh, about? Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Oh, it's like a okay. giant. Which, I don't know what that thing is. Uh, it's another Minotaur. No, I don't know. Loki puts the thing on fire and it makes this. Yeah, forget It's the
0: one who's destined to destroy um Thor's homeworld, Odin. So it has to make or not the prophecy um, come true
2: or whatever. Why can't I can't think of Asgard. Asgard there you yeah, go. I can't think.
0: Of, yeah. So it was supposed to destroy. It was supposed to destroy Asgard, and that, that, that was third act thing. was a
2: little sloppy in Thor Ragnarok.
0: So. Uh, I'd have to rewatch. I, it's just every time I watch it, it's just so fun to it watch fun. that it I do fun. cut it slack for you know just those little things. <laughs> yeah, so.
2: Jeff
1: Goldblum, man. Yeah, oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> actually,
2: like the Hulk is used so well in that movie. And even in that part in that third act where that giant Minotaur thing is there, the Hulk like immediately goes after him. Yeah. And Thor's like, no, 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 no. We want him to destroy Asgard. And <laughs> Hulk's all sad. He's like, God dang it. <laughs> and I think off. my
0: favorite is when uh, when Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo, he he jumps from the plane or something like that. To try to turn to the Hulk, and he doesn't turn into the Hulk. Oh, he, he hits falls, the ground. Yeah. He hits the ground first, <laughs> breaks so many bones, and then he finally turns into the Hulk oh, before he <laughs> dies from whatever severe damage. And so, which is pretty funny. You expect him to turn into Hulk and have this heroic thing, but <laughs> that movie's good. I like yeah, that. Was it is, that it is was a good yeah? Way. I did that. Yeah it was a little more than just like you know quick bits here and there it was it was full funny it for a it was straight while.
2: on like it was Guardians of the Galaxy you, it was like a yeah.
0: comedy and it was like you just did not expect it to be good because it's the third Thor movie and then it's yeah. just so much fun Yeah, so, and, and, that, and I would have that's said
1: that's a turning point for Thor and the Hulk being comic relief yeah exactly well, <laughs> I do yeah. maybe
2: they could take it too far but I will say like I didn't like Thor 1 and Thor 2 very yeah, much yeah I still haven't yeah, seen Thor yeah. 2 but so Thor they were Thor Ragnarok is ones. like a really pleasurable movie yeah, so, yeah. yeah
0: and I think the same thing with the Hulk as well because you had you know the Angli Hulk Hulk, which did not do too well by awesome. itself and awesome. then you had the edward Norton one which was okay but was still fun. a little weak <laughs> yeah. so you you know you have two characters that can't really carry solos as much as far mm. as the hulk and thor and you just kind of combine them together and they kind of carry the movie i i think definitely a lot more i
1: so. will say in the first thor it had its moments that yeah, were pretty good there were a
2: couple moments yeah there yeah. were a couple i like but... that was jeremy renner's first appearance Is yeah that right? was jeremy renner and i first really one. liked him in
1: that and uh who uh who played odin yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name? Anthony, Anthony, Hopkins. Anthony, Hopkins, Anthony, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. That Anthony Hopkins. was, he, that was a really good performance. Yeah. And
2: come, come recommendations. I got a strong Anthony Hopkins performance for you coming. Signs so. of the Lambs again. So. <laughs> one more time. Signs <laughs> of the Lambs too. Yeah, Signs of the Lambs Return
0: of the Lambs. <laughs> so. Can you
2: hear the too Lambs? Lamb screams? and two serious. Two
0: lambs. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's All bad. right. <laughs> that's the last little movie news I got. Uh, apparently Warner Brothers is going to be using an artificial intelligence to decide what films the green light. So wow. as far as using AI to determine Can't what movies- Can't be any worse than
2: the humans.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
0: what
1: movies are going to be profitable and which ones are basically going to take. Matrix tank. 4, no.
2: 5, 6, 7, <laughs> 8, eight. Nine.
1: Did they see those memes of when they had uh, AI create scripts for movies? Did I, they see those? Probably not. So, but <laughs> Obviously, those they didn't see Dark Fate. Yeah. yeah. I didn't catch that one. <laughs> what was the one that you brought up before? It was, it was Batman the Batman movie. They forced a, have
0: you, a bot or an AI yeah, to yeah. watch every single Batman movie. Have you movie. seen
1: when they made an AI make a Hallmark movie? No, that I one's did. Is funny that one too? good? Oh, my gosh.
0: Check um, that out. I, I guess, I don't know if they're going to be writing the scripts, but it looks like they're gonna just going to give it the ultimate decision into the robot, whether they green light it or not so now yeah. we can blame the robot robots you know? are taking
1: our jobs again yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean taking our jobs. Warner Brothers with all their you know kind of misses I mean they did have Joker but you can only have so many misses and yeah. still make a billion think, dollars yeah, a and of numbers, still be in the red it's a lot of big numbers I
2: think it's like exactly what you said they don't want to take responsibility for it so Yeah, this is a way it's to the robot like, yeah it's just the robot man it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't us but you're using the robot <laughs> that's don't the robot work. we were over here sexually harassing actresses in the side room we just let yeah, the robot yeah we got our own thing going on we got <laughs> yeah we also have a robot that sexually harasses other people too
0: <laughs> and other robots <laughs> gets to that printer when it's acting up again and so- <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's it's really shifting it. So uh, I just imagine what the AI is just like two nerds like just trapped in a in a building mm. and then they're just like forced to turn out scripts, you know. <laughs> or it's like the episode of South Park where Eric Cartman is awesome and he just dishes out five hundred <laughs> Adam Sandler movies, some of them which I think they made. And so
2: I just I just some picture... of them are bad. Even. Yeah, some
1: of them are bad. <laughs> See, I just picture a box with two light bulbs on it, one red and one green, and then they have like a big stack of scripts, and then they just feed it into the machine, <laughs> and then it goes ding, and it's either the green light or the red
0: light <laughs> there you go or it's just the AI they bring an intern they sacrifice the intern next to the script and then yeah. it goes red or green
1: and so yeah if the blood says go yeah it's
0: a okay. man sacrifice so that's all I got for movie news is there anything you guys want to throw in there real quick
2: just a quick one on Moschietti is saying that the flash movie is still a flashpoint like story I think mm. we already did we already know, I know. that I think they, I, I had heard that so they long. were going away from it I and mean, I think they're leaning back into it
0: now. I mean they've only gone through four or five directors so. yeah
2: like, that one is so. so most
0: of
1: my movie news I get from you guys, but I have literally heard nothing about about, Flash? about Flash. It's been
0: over years. So like before we even did the podcast, like because the Flash We've was supposed to come out, times, yeah. I think March of 2019, because yeah. it was announced for production in like 2016 mm. when they had BVS. They had a long list of DC yes. movies that were gonna happen, <laughs> but just
2: but Justice League <laughs> unraveled all of that. Yeah, <laughs> so. so
0: so this has been like for four, maybe three years, where yep. you've been hearing about the Flashpoint. They're going to make a Flashpoint movie, and that's the direction that we're going in with Ezra Miller. A couple different and directors, then...
2: then you land on the guy from It. Muschietti. Yeah, exactly. Most recent one. Most recent. Uh, yeah, one. most yep. recent. Who's been around there for a minute now, and it's supposed to be heading into production soon. I think mean, he's for
0: maybe almost a year. soon Yeah, probably about a year. But they've been going. They've been cycling through directors. Basically, we were supposed to get this movie. Uh, Last year, twenty nineteen, I think around like twenty eighteen or even twenty seventeen, after the, the the debacle of like Justice League, the financial yeah, like yeah. you know it was basically Loss sucked. A lot uh, of yeah, money. lost a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> Thor beat it actually, so <laughs> Ragnarok. Uh, but well, they, yeah, okay. they, yeah, they, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> they started it with a page one rewrite, and that was a couple years ago. And then every time that Ezra Mil- Ezra Miller has been working on still like other projects, like Fantastic Beasts, and still doing other movies, Correct, and yeah. he's been trying to work on the script too as well. And I guess. Every time they bring it up to Ezra Miller, he's just like, oh, we're, we're we're so close. We're like this close. Look how close my fingers are. And so like, we're that close that's, to being done. I, I, I <laughs> that's what he literally <laughs> says to reporters. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I imagine he says. I know, but he like him yeah, in, so. in that role.
2: I think he's well cast in that role.
0: <laughs> Look how close my fingers are. They're, we're this close <laughs> to being done with it.
1: He just goes home and it's just in the computer flashpoint. <laughs> and then the Not
0: reporter page just one. goes up to
1: him and kind of brings his fingers closer together. He's like, he's like whoa. Hey, Whoa, we're not that close, but we're
2: pretty close. So. <laughs> I, think, oh my I think it's worth mentioning that if Maschietti can pull it off, if they go by the Flashpoint, he says it's Flashpoint, but don't expect the same story. It's going to be different. It might ring to the effect that Robert Pattinson, his Batman and Matt Reeves Batman is going to be somewhat attached. Maybe they are going to keep Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and they're going to retcon this whole thing and try to like. Rework it so they can do another, mash it together. Mash I it end. together. Like I don't think they're giving up you entirely. Force on that. it to and fit. And I don't know if that's the right idea or anything. I'm not. I'm not uh, advocating for that. But I think that they're. I think that's what it looks like no. from the outside looking in. You think that's they'll ever get terrible. Kevin Foggy? No, I don't. They'll
0: probably think so. give him calls. <laughs> like Hey,
2: Jeff, Jeff John. I don't know. I don't know what they're do doing. Do you want there. more money? Do you want? We <laughs>
0: actually... we got a billion dollars here from Joker. <laughs> we, we brought it up many
2: times. The Joker sort of threw a monkey wrench and all of that. Even <laughs> yeah. if that's what they were trying to do. Now you have this totally separate world. That's clearly a separate world, a different thing, and it did really, really well. So that would drive everything the they illusion. think
0: right. will be successful fails, and everything they think's
3: gonna fail ends up being successful. It's just opposite <laughs> worlds.
1: <laughs> what they should do, I think, they should just lean into that and make a whole like separate uh, world. Yeah, world minus Earth minus one and then just make everything weird. Like, Don't go with the comic books. Make it your own. Do some crazy stuff. Give some original backstories to characters, and just have
2: fun with it's it. It's like Bizarro Batman world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: just do whatever you want with it. it so make funny. him a
1: vampire. <laughs> Why
2: wait,
0: not? <laughs> Why did they did that already?
1: <laughs> I think it's funny it again.
2: Warner Brothers has always had this messy stuff. Remember, Tim Burton was going to do Batman forever, and then it got to Schumacher, and it was a whole different thing there. It, they've always sort of been this way, but juxtaposed between Disney and Marvel's um, they're, are 33, 34 films that are like, kind of like a straight line all the way through. It makes it look even crazier and messier. So I'm just surprised that. It's going in this direction.
0: All right, so we're gonna move on to our movie. So <laughs> <laughs> that was the best introduction ever. So, so today we're doing Up in the Air.
2: <laughs> it was an understated. Uh, yeah, you know, that's what I like. It's an understated so, film. It's an understated. Introduction.
0: Yeah, this this one is. We'll, we'll get into it, but uh, came out in two thousand nine. Um, really fresh, rough year for a lot of people, for sure. Right after the financial meltdown, we talk about um, a
2: capsule in time. Really, yeah, this really is so. Captures that,
0: especially watching it. You know, ten plus years later. You know, it is really a capsule we're we're gonna get
2: into it he uses real people in those cuts yes which Mm. is fascinating people who had really lost their jobs
0: but ryan what was your hot take on this
1: ladies and gentlemen we will start our descent please make sure that seats are back and tray tables are in their full upright position we want to thank you again for flying with us american airlines talking like American Airlines American Airlines <laughs> a lot of so, American Airlines a lot of Hilton's a <laughs> lot of Hilton's
0: yeah there's a lot of uh, ways to kind of get around airports too yeah. so yeah all, <laughs> and Asians God love them <laughs> how did this movie do financially was it a hit was it back in 2009 was it a success or so
2: this movie it was weird because I remember 2009 very clearly it was the first year I wrote my blog for the first time so I, I remember that year and my favorite movie for most of that year was 500 Days of Summer, mm. which was a successful- was 2009? 2009. Wow. Yeah, we're, getting, oh, we're all getting old here. <laughs> so, but I'll any case- Is that JGL? Yeah. <laughs> was that JGL? Yeah, absolutely it was. Yeah. And okay. he's fantastic. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, uh, yeah, That's Mark Webb, who later on went to make crappy Spider-Man movies Yes, for a while. I remember him. So, yes. he <laughs> hasn't done much since, unfortunately. <laughs> but he's a good director, and I, I still ride for him. Any case, I thought 500 Days of Summer was a successful- Uh, Box office run and maybe the best movie of the year. And this did even better. This movie doesn't come out till December. It kind of had a slow burn. It did like the indie run, the Sundance run. And then one was released right in the beginning of December. And it was just a pretty solid hit all the way through. It wasn't making like 20 million a weekend, but five, six million every single weekend, every single weekend over and over and over again. So financially, it was a $25 to $30 million budget, and it made around $85 million domest- domestically and around $85 million overseas. Mm-hmm. So it definitely turned a profit, and it's one of, I think Juno might have made more money, mm-hmm. but it's uh, Reitman's second best box office-wise successful film. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for a lot of Academy Awards, and I think it's Reitman's best film, his best work. So critically, do you want to take a shot?
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. uh, critic. Uh- I can't. I looked it up earlier. No, yeah, 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 I looked it. I was going to say, and I was like, no. I, I was can't. kind of surprised.
2: That <laughs> I'm going
1: to say 80. 91.
2: 91. 91 yeah. Audience.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 90. Uh, I did not look up audience. 76. 76. Audience. Oh, I could. I could <laughs> you I didn't could. look it up. I'm not going to give you an opportunity. Yeah. It's like an 80.5 <laughs>
2: yeah, right? <laughs> <80. laughs> <80. laughs> on IMDb. So, by all measures, it's pretty well received.
0: All right. So, we're just going to take a quick second to hear from our sponsor. So was this something I mean, I understand like the critic score and I think I even understand as far as like the audience score too as well. This definitely does feel very indie in general. Um mm. oh, you know, what? you know, I'll take, I don't that, think back. It's I'll like, take that back. Yeah, um, I was gonna say it feels there. It feels certain parts of it feel indie then certain parts of it don't. And then certain parts feel like completely different story, which I don't mind. Uh, and of course, spoiler warning for everything. because uh, yeah, I think a, we can go know, into this is this this an old yeah. movie, yeah. two thousand. But so. <laughs> w- watching it, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is a weird, this is a weird love story, right? I'm like, this has got to be the weirdest yeah. love story, everything I've ever very, seen. Yeah, uh, very interesting, and,
2: heartbreaking. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so Which I love. And... <laughs> I want to let me point this out to you because I think it's relevant before we get into specifics. Jason Reitman is a really good writer. Okay, and he's the son of Ivan Reitman, who did Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, a couple yes. of other films, yes. right? So he's done a lot of stuff. Um. This this idea that Reitman, uh, when he works on a screenplay, likes to think whether this is based. This was essentially taken from a book, and somebody else wrote a screenplay. Yeah, Reitman kind of put all that together and made his own movie. But he also did Juno with uh, Diablo Cody. I think is who the writer mm-hmm. from that. Um, and he's also done uh, Tully, Young Adult, some other stories, some original, some based on something else. But he, what he does is he takes the most like impactful scene from the book or source material and works backwards. Oh, and and okay, so all right. when you think about that, especially if you ever see Young Adult, like he doesn't do it for every movie, but it, certainly with Young Adult, this, maybe Tully, uh, and I even think Juno to a certain extent, like you can really feel like... This is the moment that he wants to punch you in the gut, and he's working backwards from yeah. that moment. So was this so, was this from something else? Yeah, there was this a is book. based off yeah, something else. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The book yeah. was written by Walter Kern. It was a it was a 2001 novel. He wrote it because he spent a lot of time at the airport. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book is a little bit different than what the sto- screenplay eventually turns out to be. It's fascinating because uh, there was an initial treatment of the screenplay that was bought by DreamWorks or something like many many years before Breitman uh, got involved with it. He had his dad by the by the novel. Uh, by the rights to the novel so he could Uh rewrite a screenplay. But then he ultimately gave some credit to this guy, Sheldon Turner, who wrote the first draft of the adapted novel Mm. a couple years after the novel came out. But I always found this fascinating. One of those lines that you remember in this movie, it's a superbly well-written movie, uh, was that whoever built an empire sat in that chair right where you are now. And because they sat there, they were able to do it, right? So I have been victim to this before where you go online and you're looking for a quote And you pull up the quote, and it's, oh, Ryan Bingham said that. Ryan Bingham, who's a country star, ironically, the same year, 2009, won an Academy Award for The Weary Kind, which he wrote with T-Bone Burnett, Mm -hmm. is a real person, right? Ryan Bingham is also the character from Up in the Air, played by George Clooney, right? Mm -hmm. So like you go to get the quote, that particular quote, and it shows Ryan Bingham, the country star, not george clooney's character <laughs> as the guy who said that and ryan bingham's like i never said that i don't know it's like. how is that attributed to me." so be careful when you're pulling up those quotes yeah yeah, where, um, yeah you the, check the, your sources things, yeah check your sources these things get kind of confused right but it's it is a pretty fascinating story yeah, i just think of uh what is uh, and i like ryan bingham the country star i love that song the weary kind from uh it was crazy heart that
1: that song came out for steve carell from the office and he was uh taking um What's his name? Son? Oh, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, per- you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And Wayne so, Gretzky.
0: Yeah, Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> Michael so, Scott. Yep. Yeah. With, with this movie, because I'm watching it and I never seen it before, so I didn't know the ending or how dour the ending That's was. That's good. In I was general. hoping that you guys um, hadn't seen it. So I'm just like, this is a really weird love story. They've got all the things as far as like with the, you know, him trying to reach that number, flying all the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. staying away from home. He doesn't want to go. Which was part, home. and parcel
2: with the novel. So yeah, that, that was taken directly. And
0: from the so, novel. and then of course you have the whole economic downturn because it's the year that it comes out. I think that and,
2: that underlaying really gives the foundation for the, yeah. the tone and the capsule in time,
0: and it's. It's. I don't want to say it's odd. I, I think it's it's something to think about, especially. And I think it does deserve like a second mm-hmm. viewing, probably later down the road too, mm-hmm. as well. I've seen it probably twice because times. Y- you do <laughs> you do have like the company that they work <laughs> for, <laughs> and essentially the company that Jason they work for. Yeah, Jason, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. I love Jason Bateman. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> he man,
2: say? he says today I took my first crap in two weeks. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <it's great>
0: writing. <laughs> yeah. So that's the great writing they were talking <laughs> yeah, about. That's a no great line. Him. So keeps it real. you know? So.
2: Some I, people have bowel problems. <laughs> it's part of
0: life. I stay on my fiber. You so got to have so fiber. You always those protein Always fiber, yeah. Yeah, and fiber, shakes, yeah. Fiber, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, you need to
1: drink a lot of water
0: yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of water. A lot of fiber, water. Food, water always. At least yeah. 25 grams daily of fiber. So anyways, where was I going with this?
2: I have oh. no idea. I don't listen to you. <laughs> what? No, you were saying the economic downturn of 2009. I oh. remember 2009, this is after Bush leaves. Obama yeah. takes over. There's like a bailout for the major banks. <laughs> yeah, People are losing their houses. So it is like a serious time in history. There you go. So the company
0: Work for as far as with Anna Kendrick and George Clooney and Jason Bateman, where their company specifically does firing. Yes, so, it's essentially yeah. outsourced
2: human resources because their yeah. bosses are pussies and don't want to fire. They don't their want to fire people. them. They're yeah, yeah. The and
0: so they're going to do it for them. this. Is something where you know they bring in, they fire those people, and of course they fire Zach Galifianakis, JK yeah. Simmons, it's great and then, by all of yeah, them. yeah, you've got the good people the yeah, the real people too as well, and so it's just. It's interesting that you have this, you have that as far as firing and as far as all this kind of economic failure going on at that time. Yeah. And then you have this semi kind of love story in it too. And then you've also got, you know, all these cheat codes you can do for, you know, flying. You know, it's just. And some of the scenes feel like a weird kind of fever dream, like where it's just like, did that really happen? Or is this kind of, you know, was it all just a dream type of thing? As I was watching
1: this movie, it just seemed like it was another sitcom. Like you have your A plot and your B plot and then you have a little bit of like a a third plot that's going
0: on. I don't want to say because I think think that's intentional. Yeah, it is. is. You had seen
2: the deleted scenes, which are also worthwhile to a certain extent. There is a legit dream sequence in there which puts Clooney in an astronaut uniform. Oh, really? Which is cool because later on he does gravity. Yeah, he does gravity. Right? <laughs> Never saw <laughs> so, it by he, so. he just makes a good looking astronaut. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> out, but. And, and I do that. It, it, it's very apparent now after having seen it that that was uh, intentional because as I was watching the movie, it kind of it wasn't very jarring. You're like, what the hell? But like, yeah, yeah, I, I was yeah, wondering exactly. what was going on here. But, but at like... the very end, it really ties it all yeah, together. It does. And, and, and does. and this
2: is one of those movies. And, and it's unfortunate that so many movies are like this, but also worthwhile. And books are like this also. Once you know what the story is, and you revisit it, you rewatch it a different. It way. It gets better each yeah. time. Yeah. I think I yeah. yeah, would say you're seeing it like, oh, I know yeah. now what happens, so I can look for different things.
0: Yeah, and nor- normally with a movie like this, in the in the hands of a not so good director or not so good writer, I would say pick a tone and stick with it. But it's so odd how all three of these tones just kind of all end up circling back. Have you back. guys
2: seen Juno? Yeah, yes. I've seen yes, Juno. Do you enjoy that movie? Yes, I yeah, did enjoy I like it. Juno. So yes. yeah. Juno is a, is a pretty clear tone the whole way through. What a charming young lady who's dealing with a difficult situation. Right yeah, now, right? yeah. And Michael Sarah. <laughs> being Michael Sarah. Yeah, that kind of solidified. he dies when he gets, uh, <laughs> what is that, at World's End? Yeah, World's yeah, End? He yeah. gets yeah, uh, impaled. <laughs> World, yeah, he gets impaled. It's my phone. <laughs> One of the greatest death sequences of all time. But in any case, <laughs> he's so charming in that movie, too. I love that movie, too. I think this is better on balance, but Juno is a great, great movie also. This is different. I think this is more, Juno is, okay, yeah, it's real life, but. Real life's not as easy as what happens in Juno. The parents aren't as understanding, and the difficulties. The, even though Jason Bateman's creepy in Juno, he's a, yeah, he's, so good yeah. At, he's a great Maybe. villain in that. But regardless, this is sort of messy, like real life is messy. There are multiple things happening at the same time, but I think like focusing in on Clooney and Clo- Clooney's sort of like glib sort of soulless character a little bit and him convincing himself basically he's got to change one way or another yeah i think that's what makes the journey kind of fascinating Mm. the subplots are fascinating and heartbreaking in many cases but they they move in such a way that i don't think you dwell long enough to think like well i don't know why we're spending time on this when we could still be flying in the air looking at cool shortcuts for flying with george clooney yeah They're all so quick. It might. To one of my points is it's an hour forty nine, which I know producer Ryan likes, but it's a, such a clean hour forty nine, where they put a lot of stuff in there, and you never really feel like. I don't think. Did you guys look at your watch at all? Like it doesn't feel. Like uh that to me. maybe a at little, certain points. Yeah, a yeah. With me.
1: I, I will say that with the subplots there are times where it spends uh quite a bit of time on a, slub, a subplot and i get into it like the and wedding then, it changes photo, tone again. and then it changes, it changes, tone, changes tone and i'm again. like yeah. i want to go back to the subplot yeah. i want to see what's going on with
0: that you've got of course you got the miles and, and then you got all the flying then you got the wedding too as well his family yeah. life all that stuff career versus family what's better some will say career, some will say career. And then
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Definitely well, it's
2: a yeah. <laughs> So at the very end,
1: one of the it's about those
2: miles. <laughs> yeah, it's one miles. of the
1: real people, real, I put that in quotation marks. I don't know if it's real or not, but she's like, "Money to keep you warm. It'll pay for the it'll pay for the heating. It'll pay for a blanket. Will never keep me as warm as uh as my boyfriend holding me. I'm like, you're not turning up the heat hotter. Yeah, enough. exactly. <laughs> you're not buying a good blanket. There's heated blankets. You're awfully isolated it. the way you live, producer Ryan. <laughs> 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 I don't know. She's just not trying. She's keeping everything at
0: 68. Uh, uh, you saving right. money. So, <laughs> too cold. Yeah. Too cold. As far as the love story with with this uh with this one tone, this one of very many tones, I guess he gets three or four, but. When it came to the love story, and you saw what is her name? What's the actress' name? Irina
2: Formiga, and I love yes. her. She's fantastic. Oh yeah, What's yeah. Your Rachel. Nominated right?
0: for uh, of an Oscar. Oh uh, no, no, Alex. 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 Alex, Alex, that's her yeah. character yeah. name. Yeah, Alex. Character. Okay, yeah, yeah. so, and it's and you saw but yeah I used oh that's a stunt <laughs> butt yeah. that's a stunt butt I looked yeah. it up it was a stunt butt yeah cause she so, was pregnant yeah. I think during yeah the she was pregnant at the, the time st- uh,
2: either t- way either stunt way stunt s- double yeah that's a Great good butt, butt. that's yeah. a good yeah. butt yeah. But also, I rewind you that you scene with the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's got his tie wrapped around her waist yeah, yeah. oh was that his tie yeah, yeah that was. I
0: rewinded it paused it a little bit then I
2: figured I'd give you a movie where you could like do that at least it's not VHS where you're damaging the yeah
1: that doesn't make sense why she used tie there's obviously a better belt that's over there but whatever what you, she's not even wearing
2: any pants like,
1: <laughs> yeah, an, any, it's adult sexy it, it could be you know? just
2: any article Efficiency of clothing and is sexy <laughs> I also think like, what, this, this idea Status. that Status the beautiful Vera Farmiga who I don't know how old she was in this movie but she's probably like late 30s or something like that yeah. juxtaposed with the very young and innocent 23 year old Anna Kendrick, Anna Kendrick yeah. it's lovely she's like I hope I look like you in 15 years like, there are some subtle lines that are so well done even the part where he, she's like, I don't think of him like that. And he looks <laughs> at the mirror and it's just, he's like an older guy. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think I'm that old either. I don't yeah. think of myself as an old man. Yeah. I, I so. will
1: say though, how they portray Natalie, it's just, it just seemed like a boomer's like image of a millennial, yeah, millennial at that point <laughs> type, <Yeah>. with purpose <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> or, would she be a gen xer at that point or would uh, she be uh, i think she would be
2: a millennial yeah, she'd be a millennial, millennial. Yeah. oh okay it, it right. doesn't
1: matter it's just an old person complaining about a young, a young person. person that's yeah. what i that like in the very beginning as it was going about that's the emotions that i was uh-huh. feeling i was like Oh man, these are just old people complaining about like change. Yeah. And, and young there people. is some of that, but you also have
2: to remember that is again mirrored with this idea that she uses that same line that he uses about never yes, yes. built an empire. So like they have some similarities. They just approach it in a different method. And I and
1: definitely I get it at the time with recession and and how things were going on. I I, I completely get it. And all of that was pers- purposeful.
2: And I thought as they did a good job of explaining that and showing it to you. Yeah. What she yeah. has his lack of experience. She might have a good idea that look we don't want to travel. Just put the laptop in front of the guy and we'll tell him the bad news that way. Yeah. If you want to do it, but. He has the experience, to know, look, people are going to freak out. They're going to throw chairs. They're going to tell you crazy shit. They're going to cry in front of you. They're going to walk out. You're going to close the laptop or whatever. So her lack of experience is what they're trying to point out there versus his years and years of experience.
1: Years of firing people. What I found was weird, though, was this wrestling with compassion. Uh, he argued a lot. This... Kind of
2: human, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He argued a lot about compassion and yet he didn't carry, uh, carry that himself. And at the very end, your Johnny Walker
2: Blue makes me want to be nicer to you, <laughs> but I just can't do it. You know, life's complicated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so one scene that kind of didn't sit well with me was the um, was that suicide scene. All right. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so
2: important, though. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it is important. It's meant it is... to make you feel uncomfortable. But it may made... And I don't think it's that... I think it's kind of real.
1: Yeah. 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 But I just felt like that it just, at, by the end of the day, when you, you're you thinking about the movie, it just acted as a segue so that Anna Kendrick's character could just quit. I think when it came to that scene right I there, it's, more that, it, it's impactful, too, yeah. because
0: you do get all these people who are going to say, you know, they're all going to react differently to them getting fired. Of course, you have, you know, Zach Galifianakis or even J.K. Simmons when they get fired and then George Clooney's able to Yeah
2: Simmons is great. Oh yeah. He's got a long sequence and his is really really good. Yeah. And the Galifianakis one where they flip out, you know, it's the dream sequence kind Yeah, of yeah, 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 I love that too. I think that's
0: fantastic. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. He he's loaded, loaded the gun it. and yeah, everything. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, so. it's
1: crazy no, but it's so fun. And and so compare that with with the whole suicide thing. Yeah. I felt I felt like with those scenes there was a lot of care put into it and very intentional and then this was kind of like a it did have impression over. Yeah, it did very much have impact but when they brought it out it hit you really hard and then they just kind of swept it under the rug yeah i would
0: say as far as that too because they mention it and then you kind of just take it off as far as this is just another person who has who's having a different reaction yes, yes. to them getting fired and, and I get it. You can't, can't, can't dwell on
2: yeah, it. But you have to remember it. it's also how they react to it, right? She is impacted by it. She's out, she goes outside. Mm-hmm. He moves on mm-hmm. quicker. Later in the film, she when she does her first firing to the guy who cries, Mr. Samuels. Yeah. I forget the name in of that Detroit, yeah, In man, Detroit, the, yeah. when they're in Detroit. they're going to Detroit, where everybody's getting laid off. They're just it's like gonna be rough. Get in and get out. And Bateman's That's like, it. just do it. It's time to, you know, put on the big boy pants and go for it. Mm-hmm. So they let her do it, and then he starts crying, and she is impacted severely. Then she looks at that after that scene is over, she looks down at the list of all the other people yeah. she has to do that thing. Yeah, and that's, that, that's and that's the difference. That's, that's Whereas good he is like, I'll take over if yeah, you can't yeah. hear it, I'll take over. He's, yeah, he's that, actually that's great. Yeah, I thought that was a yeah. really good
0: scene. And I would say, too, even back to the suicide thing, when it comes back up at the end, I had completely forgotten about it because you take it off as just, okay, it's just something how she reacted. Yeah. And of course, it's like, Did did she say anything? And then, of course, George Clooney says, no, she didn't really say anything. But she did say she didn't jump up a bridge. So this is the thing, right?
2: So how Clooney deals with Bateman interacting about that particular event, there is a deleted scene where he talks to her also that I wondered, like, why is that not in the movie? Because Mm. I feel like that scene is important. But you already know that she doesn't handle it as well as Clooney. You already know that she would probably be more honest than, than Clooney about the whole thing, which means when Clooney is like, I don't remember... Bateman's probably like, eh, you're probably lying. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he probably protecting knows protecting a
0: also. lawsuit or something. But so. again,
2: it's he's. I think Bateman's uh uh Jason excuse me Jason Reitman is going for real life here. In real life, it's very messy. The whole thing yeah. is very messy. Yeah. You're never I gonna think, get like clean answers. To I stuff think like if that.
1: they included that scene, that would have been much better because then it would. have.
2: Yeah, I, I'm curious. I don't know. I'll because, have to look up that deleted I, scenes, I think yeah. it's such a it's a nearly flawless film in my book as we'll get to in ratings. But what I would say is like, <laughs> I'm that that is the one, of all the deleted scenes, if you really have time to watch them, they're on YouTube or on the on the Blu-ray or whatever. That would be the one where like, I want to know what he thought. Why didn't he put that one? Yeah, in yeah. Because right. I thought it may have been valuable. And I'm pretty sure he would say, you already know how she feels about this mm-hmm. stuff. You are, it. it she, the next scene should be, they're trying to give impact to Bingham Giving the letter of recommendation to her when she goes back to Frisco. Because yeah, Frisco yeah. is where she gave up the job because yeah. she moved for a guy later on, which I think is very human, also. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Certainly relate to moving to a weird city, <laughs> very far away from home for in a Nebraska. lady. So, yeah. <laughs> I think
0: it's definitely interesting when they're talking to J.K. Simmons and even just when George Clooney's able to kind of turn it around. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, how much did they pay you to give up on your dreams your first time around? And I like that. Yeah, you know, no, it goes no, back. Right, and dude. he knew that he minored in cooking and everything. <laughs> and
2: take the time to do the research.
0: And it's interesting, though, too, as well. Because because it's like, why would you, you know, give up your dreams and do this job, hunch in, punch out. But the reality of it too is what Anna Kendrick and even him are doing. Why would you want to go to a job where you fire people all day long? Right, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like you just go to travel from place to place and you're she just did firing it for people love, all which day is long. Noble <laughs> yeah. to a certain extent
2: too. But also it shows Clooney does the research. Yeah. She doesn't. Necessarily yeah. because she doesn't have the experience to do it. He reads their resumes because he wants to have answers for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do, I, found that to be I do
0: like that response. And even with Zach Galifianakis when he takes a pamphlet and he tells, you know, he walks them through it, there's opportunities in there, yeah. follow it, go for a jog tomorrow. All the answers, they are kind of, yeah, again, just coach
1: again him through it. Very compassionate of George Clooney, but at the same time, he just wants to be He just wants to, to get. Miles. Miles. This is this is the Miles. thing, though.
2: Well, well, that's the ju- that that is an interesting question. Is that all he cares about? And and obviously it's not. In the beginning, yeah. It's not yeah. yeah. He goes right. But this is the thing. Right. Could anybody else have done this part? This is a anti hero. This is a really a dick. You know, yeah. He's he's kinda, a yeah. Yeah. He he's kind of soulless. He's certainly glib. And he is, you know, his family, like clearly, like when he's like, I'm gonna walk you down the aisle, oh, I've got somebody else. Don't worry about an uncle, you know, yeah. Uncle Ryan. I don't Or is that her a, was that her brother or was that I think that's oh, it's her brother? Is is her, a... I think it's no, her no, brother. I think they're, they're all brothers. And Ryan is the oh, brother. she's the younger sister? Yeah, she's okay. yeah, they're, okay, younger they're sister. all brothers. And okay, so yeah. yeah, so that's the brother, but she's not gonna have him walk walk her down the aisle. Yeah. Because he's never around anyway, right? So that's the thing. Like he he cares only about himself. He's a man on an island, kind of like in about a boy with yeah. you with you, Grant, right? But you have to still like him, and you do you like him throughout the movie. Like, are the you, I still like, would have a scotch with him. Like, I would I would listen yeah. to his speech in the backpack. He is sort of captivating. And I think there's very few actors that could have pulled that off.
1: I was, I was pretty upset, though, when he uh, walked out on his conference or whatever. Yeah. Have you ever seen a Tony Robbins conference they're uh-huh. crazy, and they have so many people. And for him to just step out—that's that yeah. you don't like them. <laughs> I, don't know. I sure. like them. <laughs> okay. well, there is the difference
0: speaking. between me and producer Ryan. <laughs> Who's Tony Robbins? <laughs>
1: I
2: do and like and Johnny Walker. <laughs> and there's Tyler's oh, what's uh, a Tony Robbins. <laughs> he had some creepy stuff in his past too. I think Tony yeah, Robbins Tony was, Robbins he was did. in trouble also, He did. So, yeah.
0: Let me look up a face because it's not ringing any bells. He's a motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think so many of them. In that
2: moment like there 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 is this weird thing where there's so much real life in this movie but there is also some very movie stuff in there like when he walks away from the speech yeah, that's the moment yeah. he realizes it why wouldn't he realize it before then but it's still cool yeah. i still think like he pulls it off it's, it's just impact
1: yeah I, yeah I get it i get it it's I, I want to say, though, that the ending really like, yeah. did it for me. It's a great From ending. From that moment on, I was ending. like, wow. And the cinematography. This, yeah. this yeah. changed. I called it, though. I knew she, was, uh, <laughs> she yeah. had a family. Yeah, I wanted, I, that's it.
2: It's a very important question. I wanted to ask the question, like, did you think of it before it happened? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about you, Tyler? Yeah. So watching it. Me too. Me too.
0: Yeah. So watching me it. Oh, sorry. I keep on cutting let you off. Just, let yeah, me just let me your thing. Yeah, you're <laughs> cutting. Top, I you're know. Cutting <laughs> I <fascinated>
2: 2020. <laughs> I'll still win the war. Don't worry. <laughs> but what I, I I watched it when it first came out, I believe opening weekend or, or the week right after, before it really started to catch fire and was getting the Oscar buzz, and I I didn't think of it right away because it wasn't fresh in my mind until he gets to the door, and then immediately when they yeah. show the door, I'm like, she's married. Mm. But it's even though I knew it. It didn't take anything away from the moment. Yeah, it's still agreed. really hurtful. And then agreed. their phone conversation is even like twist Ooh, that night. Yeah, like, yeah. You're just you're just a distraction. Your you know parenthesis. I mean? You're a parenthesis. Yeah. Uh, That's all you are. You're an ridiculous. escape. You know, like and it's and it's incredibly human, but it's also it just really cut like a knife. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and yeah. Same
0: thing too. Like watching it, you just think, okay, she's definitely gonna be married. Something's going on yeah, with yeah. her. Oh, and yeah. And you kind of it's in the back of your mind, like you and say. And know, does and that make then,
2: her a bad person either? I wonder. Like. Do we think that she's the enemy of the movie or something in some way? Is there really an enemy at all? I wonder how people all? interpret it. I don't think there is. Yeah, no, I, I think don't they're think all there humans, is. But so, like, yeah, you have to look at him that way.
0: It's it's a little messed up because when he does go there, like of course he never really asked. He never even really suspected yeah. it, I guess. And, but and it's what just... I would
2: challenge you guys to do is when you do watch it again, because I know how much you're gonna love it, and you're gonna watch it again at some point. Go back and look at like when she agrees to go to the wedding. How she's sort of like, oh, I probably shouldn't do this. but yeah. I'll mm-hmm. do it anyway because I really like spending time with this guy or whatever. It's all very human, you know, and yeah. I think like that's what he captures so well in this. Film. Yeah, it's hard and, seeing but, George
0: Clooney get turned down. It, so. is. Yeah. And again, <laughs> I, it never I, happens. Yeah, <laughs> he needs an L here and there.
2: <laughs> and I think that's important, too, because one of my favorite movies of all time is Jerry McGuire and the star of that movie is Tom Cruise. And you never really saw Tom Cruise up to that point fail so bad. Mm. He fails over and over and over again in that movie, fails in love, fails at his job. And here this is Clooney failing miserably sort of like in such a like personal way yeah yeah uh, and i think like that it, you know it's genius to sort of mm-hmm. subvert your own sort of movie stardom and agree to this role. Reitman himself says because he was flirting with Steve Martin a little bit with Yeah, particular... I read that part. Really yeah. he, interesting. He, he was surprised that Clooney said yes to the role mm-hmm. because he's like, I don't know if he's going to want to do this, you know, based on what the character. What From what, what I was reading
0: are. too, uh, he said he was going to if Steve Martin had a if he couldn't get George Clooney, he was going to rewrite the movie, rewrite it a bit for to kind of yeah, yeah. For, for Steve Martin. So it was going to be a whole. Kind Reitman of has tone, this but... weird
2: thing. As much as I love Jason Wrightman, he's a top ten filmmaker in my, of my time life anyway. Um, he has this thing where he always says, "I wrote that part for." For you but it can't be true because like he you know he he casts all these different. that's how you get them that's and, like, how you get actors Galifianakis is like yeah reitman said he wrote that part for me but i knew he was he was with uh michael Sarah 20 minutes ago so i
0: like, told him the same
2: thing so that's a little bit weird i don't know you know reitman's a little hollywood you so. tell them what they want to hear yeah i know just, just like, like really all right
0: i'll do your movie you wrote but, it for but me but i do think
2: like clooney like i don't know what the i think uh i've ever seen shop uh shop girl which no. is a book that Steve Martin wrote, and he also um, was in the movie Claire Danes. It's actually a pretty good movie, not a great. What's it great called movie. Shop Girl. I think it's called Shop Girl. Yeah, and he he would have brought something interesting to this particular role, and I don't think like it would have been a yeah. bad movie with him. Yeah, uh, I think online it had said that it would have been his Lost in Translation type of performance, mm. that Bill Murray performance, which I think probably a little bit true. Um, Clooney because he's a little bit younger and a little bit sort of like Debonair, a little bit like Cary Grant. It's a different. It's a different movie because he's in it. Especially juxtaposed with Vera Farmiga, who's a formidable uh, adversary in this movie, and, and the and the lovely young Anna Kendrick. It's mm. just all sort of fits together very, very well. So I
0: agree. I agree. Yeah, some of it as far as like what the tones, because, you know, when they're at the wedding, that feels like it feels like an indie kind of movie. When McBride, yeah, when yes. they're at the yes. movie and it's moving around, Agreed. it feels very 500 Days of Summer when they're doing that. Another that movie I love came at at out the, the same year. Uh, it's fascinating.
1: It. I did like to, that. Yeah. The cinematography changes from this yeah. clean cut thing to what an amateur filmmaker. Yeah, exactly. Video. It's actually then, interesting mm-hmm. enough in
2: this movie, Eric Stielberg, who did Juno, 500 Days of Summer, the same cinematographer. Yeah, that makes sense. He's also going to be doing Ghostbusters 3 with Reitman. Um, I like him a lot. He does shift the cinematography so it looks like different films. Remember like when they're doing the interviews, it's grainy yeah. and it looks different versus when they're in the airports and it's clean and beautiful yeah, versus yeah. the wedding where it's sort of home movie-ish to a certain extent. I, that is fascinating. Um, 500 Days of Summer has that sequence in the middle where they do the dance sequence with the yeah. animated bird and stuff. Also really interesting. I think I am gravitate toward movies that sort of intermingle the looks a bit to give you different takes throughout like the two mm-hmm. hours that you're on the journey. I don't know why I like it. I think I feel like it's kind of like a book where one chapter can be different than the other. Yeah. Kind of experiencing things in a different way. So I support that and I think he's one of the better cinematographers yeah. at least of recent. Memory. And
0: like I said, like in a in a weaker director or weaker kind of screenwriter, like these different tones would yeah, be in the hands you know, of the wrong would,
2: person. They could mess it up. They would sure.
0: definitely be mixing way too much. And even just when like, for example, with that tone change, when uh, George Clooney's talking to Sam Elliott, you know, the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like some sort of weird fever yeah, dream. Yeah, yeah. Like it feels like something that's just going on in his head. I do think that scene and is
2: weird, but he's also in shock. And I, I feel like that's the point. Kind and of. yeah, I, I did it's like. Even a weird, like uh, almost like a uh, claustrophobic angle that you're watching. But right? I, yeah.
1: I did like that scene <laughs> just because it's the, the moment. Elliot. <laughs> it's the moment where he's been working up to, and then he he realizes and knows that this is not what he wanted. Like, yeah. But he's been like going his whole life trying to get these. Yeah, it was a pretty
2: cool looking card. And then, yeah, like so yeah, no, pretty cool, yeah. number seven. Yeah. But, yeah, unbelievable. but
1: when they, they, when they like, even to go about it, he's like, I've been running through this moment in our mind and this conversation and then, what were you going to say? And he's like, I don't know. I know it's no. slow, <laughs> it's
2: calculated. Yeah. It and it makes it's... you uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah.
1: And it, it's, it's just such a good picture of like, you don't know what you really want, what he you never want. knew. Yeah, Did yeah. he ever know? Yeah. And,
2: and, and it begs the question, like, can you be happy on your own? Yeah, He does the speech with Danny McBride where he says, you know, the the sister is like, look, you're a motivational speaker. Help this guy because, you know, we paid all this money and we got a wedding to do.
0: Where's my backpack? (laughs) And he starts basically by being
2: himself like, yeah, I hate marriage and I don't want to do it. I don't know why you're doing it kind of thing. And then he leans into like, but think about all your most most precious memories were you alone during those Mm. and like he's convincing himself and convincing daniel at the same time so (laughs) it's a journey and and it's pretty fascinating that he's able to kind of you know convey that in just a couple lines of dialogue yeah yeah yeah. but i did want to say like did you think the cinematography the aerial shots of each city you weren't i kind of liked it kind of gave it a pause and made it kind of feel like novella yeah you you know like the martian or Shop Girl, which was a I was small actually, novel. Mm-hmm. It kind of just moves you along and it kind of... I, I was eye. thinking about
1: it. I was thinking about you when, you know, you you like when movies have like timestamp. I yeah. did like
2: when they have the Omaha. different areas. Yeah, Here's and, the aerial. <laughs> and it was a clean font too. I yeah, really liked it. It was nice and clean. Yeah, so... It's it's good storytelling. And again, that Eric Steelberg guy, I just think his cinematography is good. Also, like a little bit of detail when he opens his fridge at his apartment... And there are the little mini bottles yeah, in there. Yeah. I love that shit. Like, you really got to think about everything when you do in these movies. Uh, and the suitcases. When he's with Vera Farmiga and they go to the wedding and they're side-by-side suitcases. They're almost weird yeah. images. Uh, there were yeah. some good shots. That, yeah, Definitely some good shots. So. Yeah,
0: There are good shots. There's a lot of good shots in this movie. And it is worth, I think, watching maybe another time around knowing just how it ends because it ends yeah. on kind of, it cleans it up, but it ends on such a dour note because, you know, the love interest is married and everything. It's still just a shock. You know, I'm when you a find sucker for it. love stories where and, it doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> and even just when she it's calls like him she calls him parentheses, a parenthesis. Parenthesis? Yeah. yeah parenthesis. Yeah, she yeah. calls him yeah. parenthesis. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I never knew that calling someone a parenthesis would be such an insult until it happened. You know? I don't know? man. And I was like, wow. All right. And That's I,
2: because, Tyler, you've never been in a cocoon of self management. I've never been called you're a parenthesis.
1: <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, not yet. You, I'm at least an exclamation point. You got a ways to go. Maybe a semicolon. Using? Yeah, you're like a semicolon. Yeah, no, like using semicolon. punctuation as an, an ellipsis. That's Maybe a good. Like that's a good way to do it. <laughs> a dot dot dot. question dot. mark. Question mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a semicolon, so Look, or we're, exclamation we're, point. We're, you know, we're not swans, man. We're sharks. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep moving. All right, just keep it moving. Uh, I didn't think that line was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good, I didn't think so. I think having that, you know, that time capsule moment as far as with the economic depression at the time, yeah. because this is 2009. This there, is fresh into it's pretty it. D- yeah, and somber. Just having, and the soundtrack is somber too, which kind of yeah. Yeah. Just showing all those people, even like you know the actors, you know getting fired and everything, and the reaction the actors getting fired, and then you have the real life people being you know guess interviewed in the beginning, and then they're kind of going back to them at the he, end too as well. Wrightman
2: so, when he did this movie, I think put out a, a like a wanted ad in the yeah. newspaper, and he had said I think it was St. Louis, Detroit, maybe one or two other cities. He didn't want actors. He said, if you are someone who had been recently fired, come in for this documentary mm. because he knew if he put a documentary on there, it, we wouldn't get actors for it. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it gets real people. And I think that like, it just kind of, we it's weaved into the story more emotion yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, definitely definitely
0: i think what he had said too was you know when you talk to the camera pretend the camera is the person who fired you yeah and that was just yeah and And so that's why pictures of families you know everything they're pulling up those pictures you know how are you gonna sleep at night you know i have family you have all this right here how am i supposed to come, come back from this i i
1: didn't know that at all i thought they were just really good actors hey I can they're really good people yeah (laughs) they're really good people and I definitely felt the emotion behind it I always thought like if if I
2: fired producer Ryan it would be like that one guy can't fire me that one guy who's like can't fire me you know how much this place will suck without me Yeah. (laughs) boom I'm going next door (laughs) I figured that's how he would take it you know Yeah. be very mature about the whole
0: thing I would say (laughs) the most uh, as far as like with the acting as far as like the most kind of hard firing was when anna kendrick does that first time with the guy in the detroit in detroit yeah yeah you know oh, and he's it's crying and everything. Oh, yeah. it's just all over the place and, it's just you a beautiful know, sequence and it's just be it's so interesting because detroit got hit so hard with the yeah. economic downturn yeah. and you know it's yeah. probably still ha- it's still detroit it has not really not recovered, recovered. It wasn't a, a lot of those houses of it, a
2: lot of those factories have been turned into like organic gardens and stuff so it hasn't recovered yeah. from what happened there. And it's it's fascinating to see like the human impact yeah. of, and of that. You know? I do
0: like how, as far as when they're going into it, where it's just you know, as far as a Jason Jason Bateman, George Clooney, Anna Kendrick, where even George Clooney is saying to Anna Kendrick, you know, this is a completely different animal. This is Detroit. Just get in, yeah. get out, yeah, get it over yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Don't try he to knows. do anything He's fancy. He's trying to tell
2: Bateman, like, don't let her do it because this yeah, is a stupid this idea. Is, but it's yeah. also like, think about his emotion. He thinks emotionally about other things. Kendrick when she gets broken up with you know cries like producer Ryan cries in real life just like a, a ball of jelly on the ground yeah, it's funny when she up cried up there, yeah, you know so. like it's, it's fascinating you like, haven't but... seen me cry yet yeah. <laughs> you want to see me cry I'll show you I don't want to see cry, it it's too emotional I can't take it <laughs> it on air bud but like, there... <laughs> I just strip off all my clothes It's. it's we I use... punch the wall <laughs> we use the we use the word so much But like, yeah, he... really <laughs> I light a trash can fire iron binkle tentifier. and iron oh god yeah that's a rough one <laughs> I eat a tube of toothpaste. Those are like painful tears, you know? Like, so I, wow. I, I know. Yeah, every time I like cry mouse, is you know, like, like that, right? Mouse, you know?
1: Get a trash can ready because I'm lighting and, it on fire. And anyway, like,
2: I always think like good film, good stories, good books. Always take a character that you want you to understand and juxtapose something totally different next to it. And I think in this movie, it's fascinating that Anna Kedrick and George Clooney's characters, Natalie and Ryan, they are totally different. But there is a symmetry there. There is like something that they're simpatico with. It's just they're looking at it from different angles, yeah. whether it's 20 years of life experience or whatever the case may be, or like her thoughts on love versus his thoughts See, on love.
1: What What I want to say, though, is we like it's very real. The movie, I agree with you. One character
2: it's... makes the other better and vice versa.
1: Yes. And and yeah, there's that yin and yang sort Correct, of feel to yeah. it. And, and I, by the way,
2: Vera and Anna both nominated for Academy Awards along with Clooney.
1: I, I agree with you that it's very real. But I just felt like Anna Kendra's character at points and George Clooney's character at points. They just felt too extreme of like, oh, this person does not exist.
2: I don't know. I'm not sure I agree with it because like certainly in our professional life, we've met people that are like such alphas and you would think like I don't or know, sharks. like they're <laughs> sharks, right? And like I'm always like surprised when I meet people like that because I'm I, I think that's like a movie thing. Like people aren't really like that. And as we found out many many times, you know, real life is always stranger than fiction. Always. Okay, more specifically,
1: so, Anna Kendrick's character. Again, I just feel like it's just an old person writing a young Brian person. Brian broke up with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, although that was funny when she but when she I cries. makes her
2: real to me is when she when she's uh te- when she's talking to Vera Farmiga's. Uh, Alex character and Alex is saying look you know when you get older it's less about like they got to be like six foot one yeah. in shape even even they could be bald and it's not really a big deal and she's like well that's you settling and like that's the definition of settling and you don't know but like in your, in your 20s Yeah, that's what it feels like. It feels Uh like settling for something like that. But when you're 50, you think of it differently, or 40 in this case. like You think of it differently like someone who cares about you is what you want, (laughs) not like a good-looking jerk-off who's going to leave you in Omaha or whatever. Yeah, the pricks, (laughs) yeah. But (laughs) that's the difference. Single-syllable names. That's life experience, and this movie is really reiterating over and over again. Maybe maybe I'm
1: projecting, how old did she say? She's like 23? She's 23. 23, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm projecting. When I was twenty three, I felt like I had a better head on my shoulders than she did.
0: Yeah, I didn't yeah. look for that much. But, <laughs> but we're possible. guys too. Yeah, yeah we're we're guys, you know. We we just take what we can get. <laughs> yeah. Does it
3: move? <laughs> yeah.
0: Is it, is it alive? <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, barely. All right, that's yeah. fine. All right. <laughs> so I'll move on to our next segment. Uh ratings. So anything you guys want to rate it as far as whatever rating scale you choose for this movie and uh final thoughts too.
1: I think so, I'll go first. Yeah. So um, I enjoyed it. Overall, it was a very fun ride. In the beginning, it kind of dragged a little bit. It was a Mm -hmm. little slow. And again, I found it very strange with the the multiple plot points. But the very end really brought it together and really made the movie for me. And when I was watching this movie, one of the things that was staying in my head is, am I going to think about this again? We just did the best of 2019. Am I going to think about this at the end of 2020? And because of the ending, I probably will just because the impact was so heavy. And with this subversive ending of how they just don't get together, and this is how was, life was is. that the
2: scene that stood out to you the most out of the entire film? When uh, he goes to the door, and, and he, everybody realizes the audience realizes she's married, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, it was pretty I, Tyler. I would say, with e- there I is cut into your I,
0: I would say, with each tone. There's a significant there's a significant scene with each tone. Yeah. So I would say I with the love fair, yeah. with the love plot line as far as career kind of versus family life, or you can yeah. just kinda of that blend of both, I would say that's the most significant when it
2: comes it's to not, the it's economic young depression. Young M.C. doing a- Oh, no, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Speaking of which, uh, that's where all it. the budget for that party yeah, went to all to get right Young there. M.C. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty so, cool. I would love to be at that party. I, yeah,
0: <laughs> I would say definitely, like, with each tone, there's a significant moment yeah. with each tone, and I think it all kind of just happens at the end, yeah. in general, where it all say, gets tied up. So.
1: At that moment, like,
2: I actually, it, it does maybe, cut, it cuts cuts you right in the Yeah, yeah, it does. There's a moment Young Adult that it was another Reitman film that does the same thing, and I urge people... Uh, to to watch that movie young adult. In that one, because I was so used to Reitman, by the time he had done it, I knew it was coming. And like I literally had to pause it because I knew how bad uh, it was gonna hurt. Yeah. And I, it yeah. took me like five minutes of gathering myself, getting some scotch or whatever to actually get through that scene. And this mm. one in the movie theater, there's no escape. It, mm. it cuts cuts yeah. even yeah. if you see it you're coming, forced it, to watch it. Yeah, you're forced to sit there and take it and it's rough. It's <laughs> so, rough. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed it. Overall,
1: I'm I'm gonna give it a. Uh, Oh, that's pretty good. I can live with that. Yeah, I can live with
2: that. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, same thing here. Like, as far as that beginning, it's, I don't want to call it like slow just because you don't fully understand it until you watch all of it. Agreed. So maybe Agreed. Maybe that's just why again, like certain I think aspects that's intentional. Yeah, certain aspects. And yeah, exactly, like certain aspects of it is just always a little slow. I'm looking at my phone a little bit. Yeah, that's funny. Is this a love story? You know, is this more mm. just a you know, kind of making a standpoint as far as economic depression? And that's when I looked up the year it came out. I'm like, okay, yeah, definitely for sure. <laughs> you know. So a few um,
2: movies like I think can capture we're telling a different story than the economics, having the economics just be in the background, but do it so well. Yeah. It's such a clear capsule in time of that particular year. You know, it's fascinating. Yeah,
0: it definitely is. So, um, I'm gonna give this the same rating I gave it on Netflix, a thumbs up because I don't know I don't know what <laughs> no, number. Yeah, I don't know what number to give it because it's just now that you know it's all tied up and everything, the beginning's a little different, Riper the middle's a little number. different. Yeah, come on. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. So <laughs> <laughs> but how many thumbs up? Uh there's only one thumbs up you can give on Netflix. So <laughs> one one out of one up. Was thumbs it on up. Netflix? Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, it was on Netflix, article, yeah, yeah. So it was on Netflix.
1: So you would you would suggest this to uh,
0: other people to watch? I would suggest it at least once. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. just at least once to watch for sure and because it is it is that time capsule and it does kind of give you a look back before, as far as before i, I give my rating I,
2: I think back to my blog in 2009 and uh, my number one movie for most of the year again was 500 days of summer did you think it was better or worse than that
0: ooh I've seen curious. five I saw 500, 500 Days of Summer a uh, number of times, but I was a teenager when it came out. So right. I was like the target audience, you know. <laughs> and I feel like 500 Days of Summer so was like twisting. <laughs> I felt like I was the target audience. Yeah. And so really? Oh wow. Movie, okay. Yeah. yeah so a bit older. I I would say uh, I don't know. It's just 500 days of summer is the start of like the indie. Was I want to say like the indie stuff where yeah, like everybody's yeah. trying yeah. to get more into indie. The films. Michael Sarah age. Yeah, exactly. I, I exactly I fondly
2: remember that movie. I love that movie. Yeah.
0: So I would say 500 Days of Summer with this, but I think Up in the Air definitely deserves like a second rewatch. 500 Days of Summer, if you're a little bit younger, if you're older, Up in the Air for sure. Mm. So Yeah,
2: I think that's fair. And and I, I went back and read my review, I'll re-release it for the podcast, um, of what I wrote in 2009. And during that time frame, I was like on my way to turning 30. By the time I wrote the review, I think I was just about to turn 30 and it's fascinating how, like, I'm like, I'm an adult now, so I have to look at this movie different than 500 Days of Summer. Because, like, when I'm 25, I think of 500 Days of Summer as the best thing of this of this year. But when now I'm 30, i got to be a grown-up. I think Up in the Air is more realistic and, and mm-hmm. interesting. And I think, again, it's just good art, right? Good art takes you to places where maybe you don't want to go yet or you don't want to rush there, you know? that yeah. forces you. <laughs> you have no choice because your know, father time is undefeated, right? I think this movie is 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 borderline genius. I think it's Reitman's best film, and he has made a number of films I really, really like. Mm. It's why I think Ghostbusters 3 is in good hands, because the comedy that you see in this film, just like the comedy you see in Juno, is perfect for it's smart comedy. It's not just like the Ghostbusters that uh, Paul Feig made, the guy who did Bridesmaids, where it's sort of in your face. It has to be smarter than that for Ghostbusters yeah. to work. And I think... Reitman is the right guy to do that film, mm. and that's why I have high hopes for that. You know, we don't know what it is yet, but I have high hopes for that. This movie, it really, it really hits you in 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 uh, as a coming of age story. But for me, like, it's about a lot of different things, but humility is the thing that gets me the most. Just like Jerry Maguire's humility for the Tom Cruise character got me, I think. The humility for that Ryan Bingham character, what George Clooney goes through, and when he finally puts himself out there, how fall, how he falls flat on his face, mm-hmm. so hard and such yeah. a painful way to watch and sit there and watch it. So it it surprises me like how well it stands the test of time because our economy is somewhat rebounded, although like you pointed out, Detroit hasn't, and maybe we have more people working, but they're not making as much. So maybe the economy's changed. It's fascinating that like a movie that is set, or I felt like especially at the time was stamped so much in two thousand nine. It sort of resonates today still. Yeah, 10 years later,
0: 11 years later, almost. I,
2: I love the soundtrack. I love the cinematography. I love the casting. I've always loved this film. I rated my top 20 movies of 2010 through 2019 recently, and I went back to my 2000 to 2009 decade ratings. And I think I had this number six. And I almost think like I'm short selling it for that decade. Just a tiny, tiny bit. What
0: (laughs) else (laughs) happened in that decade? Zodiac, which is a beautiful movie. Eternal Sunshine's
2: a beautiful movie. There's a lot of good movies that came out in that decade. And of those good movies, this is right near the top Mm, uh, for that group. And I think when you look at 2010 to 2019, up in the air is better than anything that came out in that decade. Uh, and I stand by that. My rating for up in the air is going to be 8.5 on the Shawshank scale, no, it's right up there near there. the top. <laughs> it's on the outskirts of the top the 10 of all time. Yeah, it's up there in Weekend Bernie's territory. The, the yep. Weekend a Bernie's stamp <laughs> yeah, right there. It's, it's up there with his dad's sort of Ghostbusters film. I mean, it's, it's not in the top 10, but it's just scratching at the door yeah. depending on how many times I watch it. It's incredibly rewatchable and it's incredibly emotional, but also not a hard watch an easy 149 a breezy soundtrack wonderful performances and i as much as i love the hurt locker and i know you guys are avatar fans right <laughs> it, <Ooh>. it, <laughs> yeah, I, the hurt locker was the one that won best picture for that year avatar was nominated it was also like movies like an education uh, i think up the animated movie which uh, i yeah, thought was yeah. really good precious and glorious bastards was a good movie district nine um i was rooting for up in the air to win best picture and i was kind of hurt that the Mm -hmm. hurt locker which is a movie i really really like beat it i thought up in the air was a better movie um and i thought Clooney. that's why we
1: need to get you up there uh like yeah voting i should get a vote yeah Yeah, there you go Clooney losing
2: to bridges and crazy heart was okay i i I had recently i put hollywood i think i put it on twitter right at real watch i told uh jason reitman look you know, as much as I love The Hurt Locker, as much as the, the screenplay, which is crazy, Precious won Best Adapted Screenplay, Up in the Air was nominated. Precious is a good movie. It was a fine movie, but Up in the Air is a is, a, is just a genius adapted screenplay and should have won an Oscar. Reitman, who doesn't have an Oscar, should have one, at least one on his mantle for this particular film. 8.5 on the Shawshank scale. Again, if you only see 50 to 100 movies in your lifetime, this has to be on the list. I think it is genius and I think it stands the test of time. And I appreciate Talking Flick for letting me wax on about it because... <laughs> yeah, we're letting you go. I, I we're was letting thinking, you I go was thinking about yeah. it. Because uh, we're going to so give a much- hand signal, yeah. I know, right? I think you guys are coming out to turn around. my mic But we talk so much about fucking Star Wars, hours and hours. That's on not Star my Wars. fault. No, That's I know. your fault. Don't you put that burden <laughs> on me. I, I, do I it participated, Ricky Bobby. In it. I know. I, I participated in it. But like every once in a while, we need something to cleanse the palate. And I was thinking of movies like Spotlight or La La Land or Moonlight. These other movies that like kind of like cut at the emotion and get it, get us talking about other things. Other than lightsabers and, and Palpatine and also. How dare nonsense. you and Reddit <laughs> posts and stuff. This is the kind of movie that I really like. The adult drama, 30 to $50 million, good actors that draws people to the cinema, that tells a story. And when you leave, you don't just like go get food. It kind of sits with you for a while and you gotta shake it off a little bit. We wanna feel emotion when we go to the movies. We wanna escape, but we also want to feel the emotion. And I think Star Wars as much as I enjoyed it, left me a little empty emotion-wise and I picked this movie because I think it gets to you emotionally mm. and I, that's what I was looking for at this particular week at the beginning of 2020. So,
0: All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> time. He's like, I'm out. I got 10 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got a listener question here and if you guys want to email us a listener question, you can do so at talkingflick at gmail.com.
2: Talkingflick at gmail.com.
0: So I got an email here from Steve who says, which character in movies or TV show was the biggest ask? Hole. So, or a hole.
2: Film and TV, right? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. So, with mine, I'm going to pick Scott Pilgrim. From oh, Scott, oh, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim? of the world, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> Scott is just the worst. That's what they say in the movie. That's how Aj Plaza says. She's like, know, Scott is just the worst. Yeah, when it
2: insufferable arse. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. That that's a funny movie. That's that's. <laughs> Scott no, Bruggan yeah, I the world really is like really Scott really good. Pilgrim. That
2: was Edgar Wright, right? Yeah, that was Edgar Wright. Yeah. I
0: right? think yeah, yeah, that one's
1: really funny. You I got room in my life for Edgar You know, it's it's full circle. We've been talking a lot about uh what's his name, Uh Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Yeah, and here he is. (laughs) Scott is just the worst He's just the worst Um. Oh my god that's a go good movie. Yeah, I, I like that man. movie. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it to Biff Tannen from uh, Biff
2: from Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 like Biff,
1: yeah. He almost <laughs> raped
0: uh, Marty McFly's mom. Yeah, that was crazy. That yeah, that was, that was pretty was, crazy. Uh, uh, that was and then he became uh, uh, he became like their house elf, basically in the later. <laughs> but movies. even in uh,
1: Back to the Future Two, he becomes a multimillionaire because he was cheating with the almanac. Oh yeah, yeah. that's so, right. So, Yeah, he's a big old Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that in two or one? What that I, was uh, not two, two, I think. Yes. Okay. It was two becomes right. a millionaire. Either way, Biff. Uh, honorable mention, though. I want to say Jenny from uh from uh, from, Gunk,
2: from-, <laughs> oh, from oh Forrest Jenny, oh, you thought Jenny was <laughs> a jerk? Oh yeah, Jenny. Oh, I don't know yeah. about that. I don't. I disagree with the honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's so many in in film that uh, it's sort of like the charming dick, the the charming asshole. I sort of like like the guy that for sure I would not like in real life if he was right next to me. And that is the Walter Peck character from Ghostbusters. It's fucking mm. genius. And oh, William is that Atherton. This Man Has No Dick? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's true, yeah, 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 it's right, true right. Man, Mr. Mayor. This man has no, no dick. Yes, that's what it is. With all the marshmallow that falls him at the end, it's beautiful, right? It's uh, That's, ah, a, that's a fantastic again. character full in a circle good movie. again. <laughs> but I would do uh, shouts to Ray Fiennes in almost any any movie he was in in the last 25 years. Okay. Certainly on Schindler's List or in Bruges. He can be oh, a, he can be a dick as good as almost I anybody. Was, uh... And then obviously Alan Rickman. If you ever say Bottle Shock, that's a great movie. Uh-huh. He's such a pretentious ass in that. That movie is so perfect for that film. I know I'll it was, was Snape, but I haven't seen those Harry. Potter I was gonna give an
0: honorable mention to uh, Ralph Fiennes in in Bruges. That's, great, a great that's a great, great performance. You
2: called my he, kids cunts. <laughs> <laughs> he's great in that, but obviously him and Schindler's List. Yeah, that is an important role, and he fucking kills it in that movie. He kills it, and he's the Tooth Fairy in red yeah All right,
0: so move on to our next segment: uh, recommendations. Anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend?
2: Um, uh, I can go first. You want me to go, go first? Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. So I saw a lot. I had some time, so I caught up. It's Oscar season. I'm working on my in-film review for the realwatchability.com uh, blog. I saw The Two Popes okay. on Netflix. It is available. Take the time to watch this How thing. long is it? Uh, I, listen, it's, I'd say, <laughs> 210, 215, <laughs> two, yeah, 220. It's it's shorter than 220 or less. I can't okay. quite remember. All right, all right. But it's Hopkins as Pope Benedict and um, Jonathan Price as Pope Francis. Okay. Wow. And I don't know how much of it's true. In fact, I'm sure most of it's not true. But it is so great. It is so good. I'm not Catholic. I'm not religious. And I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Mm-hmm. Their conversations are so charming. And it's on Netflix? or It's, it's on, on Netflix. Okay. It is great. And it's the same director. Uh, let me get his name right because I, I can't. I don't usually say it very well. Fernando Morellas, who did City of God, which made my top 20 movies of the 2000, 2009 decade. That's a beautiful movie. He also did The Constant Gardener with Ray Fiennes, who we were just talking about. He's really, really good. And I was surprised he took money from Netflix to do a movie about popes. It's fascinating. It's definitely not something I would turn on like normally, but since it got some pub on the Golden Globes, which we mentioned, I was like, let me see what this thing's hmm. all about. Jonathan Price, he's the closest thing to Joaquin Phoenix, if you like that performance, or Adam Sandler, if you like that performance. Uh, to maybe beating those guys at the Oscars He's so good and so is Anthony Hopkins I, I loved it and it's, I'm not the demo for that movie uh, I also took the time to watch Judy Which is the Judy Garland movie yes, with Renee yes. Zellweger We talked about it a little bit before But I love that performance It's really like, kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody Or the uh, Rocketman, Taron Edgerton Elton John movie They're incomplete biopics But her performance is so moving mm. uh, I'm not the biggest Judy Garland fan ever But her, she really kills that part And I think she's going to win the Oscars Oscar, and I think it's well-deserved and then just briefly I saw Gemini Man it was fun <laughs> it's, it's not as bad as uh, we all made it out to be but Ang Lee needs to not stop doing action movies he needs to go back to Broke Back and do something else so.
0: all right anything you caught over the week Ryan that
1: you want to recommend uh, I'm just gonna say, don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a one. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Just a like one. I'm that's... just gonna say it, whether yeah. I watch you or not, is up to you. I like how they determined the Aki sacks. He was like. doing some
0: HGH for that performance. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, what I finished up over the week, uh, so I finished up American Vandal, the season two okay. of right. It's with my girlfriend. List. So I will, I it, I will it's still good. It's really, I think, with the second season, it definitely has more of a standpoint as far as with uh, Generation Z's, so the ones right below Millennials and it takes it does an interesting take on it. So it is really good and there is a little bit of a twist I don't think most people will kind of catch on from watching it because it takes all tor- all sorts of twists and turns. Mm. Um another thing I caught as far as over the week was uh the Harley Quinn show. So Harley mm. Quinn has her own like cartoon animated show. Animated? On, yeah, it's yep. on the the DC app. So unless you're yeah, that's still going around. So the DC app is still a thing. <laughs> still chugging along. <laughs> yeah, it's still there. Uh, it's not a very good app It's going to be purchased by stuff.
2: Disney Plus in a matter Pro- of minutes probably, probably <laughs> yeah so
0: that's it, it needs some work so <laughs> but that show's pretty funny it's not bad it's got like an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes right now really? so it's it's not bad it's Do pretty know who funny Who does the voice who
2: does the voice Um
0: I don't remember her name but she's the main girl from uh, The Big Bang Theory and 8 Simple Rules she's the blonde oh, hair yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, okay. I can't remember her name off the top of my head I'm sure someone's screaming it out
1: Which Which version of Harley Quinn is it
0: Uh just a cartoon version like no, really but like,
1: like the 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 now version where she's like like daddy issues one or is it the one in a body Mr. suit? J. That's, yeah, the Mr. Is... J one. <laughs> it, it's kind of like mr j so how like the, the first
3: Ant- episode the goes series. yeah which was her first anime, appearance right yeah, yeah, yeah that was her
0: first comics. it's not connected at all to the batman animated series or like anything it's just its own standalone. Yeah, yeah yeah but, but I, they, picked, I love they chose yeah, one and which
1: one did they go so, with? so
0: uh she's with the joker in the beginning but then she ends up breaking up with the joker yeah and so it kind of goes from there okay, so like so the joker's in it so the joker's in That's it cool. yeah so it, it's actually really funny and so she's trying to she's harley quinn and she's trying to She's trying to prove that she's an actual supervillain, so she tries to get her own crew together. Yeah, and they try to do their own thing to make it into the Legion. of Is it of the Doom.
1: Quintets? Is that what? It no, is? It's no. So like, in, in her
0: crew is Doctor Psycho, um, and then Poison Ivy's kind of in her crew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a, an IT version of uh, King Shark. Okay. So he's oh, and then uh, Clayface is in there too as well. Interesting. So it's they're, they're right. only like thirty-ish minutes long. I want to say a little bit less, but it's funny. You know what I mean? It is actually pretty funny. Um, it's. I'd say give at least the first one a watch because I think it is really funny. It's it's worth at least one watch to give it a good go around. So, but. That's all I got as far as for recommendations. Uh, next week we're going to be doing 1917. So I'm excited. I'm um, going to see
2: it tonight on the big yeah, screen. Yeah. No, uh, for The what
0: is that? The trailer looked great. Yeah. It's all just one it's, shot. It's and... Golden
2: Globe winner for best motion drama. Yeah. The, the Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, and the movie I just recommended, The Two Popes. The Two Popes. Mm-hmm. So, so let's yeah. see if they're right. Let's. Find yeah.
0: Out. So I'm definitely curious to see what it's going to be. And uh, I thought it was already out, but I guess it just got like a short release announced. We it had it's limited release
2: t- today, which is opening day here. Okay. Uh, it opened
0: wide. Okay. So so it's now it's it should be available everywhere well, I so. thought it
1: was coming out later in this year
2: I thought it came out earlier this year I thought it come out earlier too yeah, I thought maybe so, like, it was going to go away the way of the indie movies and just yeah, not come out I think much.
0: it had a limited release and it was because I, I noticed it was only in two theaters here in town and then recently, just uh, today. Oh, was it here? I yeah. didn't even know it was yeah, here. Yeah, last all. week it was out already. Okay, I thought I maybe we that. had missed it, but I guess the world premiere is uh, technically today. So. Yeah, it's going wide but, tonight
1: here in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, so that's
0: what we're doing for next week is 1917. <clears throat> Curious to see how it is. It's getting a lot of buzz.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's where good. can we find you at, Ryan? <laughs> hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find me us those on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M.
2: You can always find me at realwatchability.com. If you're on your phone, go to the web if browser. You're on your phone. <laughs> go, on, go, on. <laughs> go to the web browser one because people often ask me, where's the top 10 list? Where are the top 20 movies of the decade or whatever? You got to go to the web browser version if you're on your phone. If you're on the regular internet, it does not matter. It's all to the right there. But my top 20 movies of the 2010 to 2019 decade or up. I spent a lot of time on it. I will also re-release the Up in the Air uh, review from 2009, maybe add on to it a little bit with the podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at RealWatch.
0: As always, we're Talking Flick. You can find us over on Twitter at Flick underscore talking. If you really like us, you can definitely leave a review and rate us in whatever podcast app you're listening to us on
2: going to rate us but the
0: <laughs> sorry uh, but the Apple podcast the Apple Pad, uh, Apple podcast oh, is I the best one up? to rate did us, did us on I yeah you, you did yeah, yeah, you broke the flow so <laughs> so let rate us over there
2: whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: let me hear you say yeah we got him we keep this yeah so follow us on Twitter uh, rate us over there if you really like the show you can become a Patreon and there'll be a link in descriptions for everybody's stuff finish off the show Ryan hey
1: that was Talking Flick and we will talk at you next
2: week Make no mistake, we all will die. Your
1: parenthesis. <laughs> <laughs>